Roughnet Studios World Headquarters in Spring, Texas. It's Barry on Deck, hosted by former ESPN Houston radio host and stand-up comedian Barry Laminat, starring Oliver the Cat. Written by Barry Laminat. Produced by Barry Laminat. Directed by, you guessed it, Barry Laminat. Featuring sports, entertainment, special guests, film sessions, and some drinking. Okay, a lot of drinking. Viewer discretion is advised. And now, here's your host, Barry Laminak. What's up, you damn dirty deckheads? Welcome to Barry on Deck. And I am your host, Barry Laminak. Mike is hot. Mike is hot. Episode 696 or whatever, Mike Todd. Uh, hey, hey, okay, I don't need you to tell me in the chat that we're good. Hey, welcome to the show, welcome to the program. Hello. Uh, sorry, I'm adjusting something over here. Oh, uh, what the heck is happening? Oh. It looks like the mic is good. Uh, let's see, what? What happened? Who did what? Who's who's acting up over here? Do I need to don't make me turn the show around already? Sorry, I didn't send out the tweet, so I'm doing that now. There we go. Post tweet or X thread post. What is it? I don't know. Post tweet thread. Whatever. Whatever Elon's dumbass is calling it now. That was aggressive and, and alert. I apologize. Uh <clears throat> welcome to the show. Um it's a Wednesday. It feels it doesn't feel like Wednesday, and that happens when I miss a day. So, um, you see, your boy got a fresh cut. Still need to work on the line thing. Uh, I kind of cut my head up a little bit. I made myself bloody. I'm still I'm still getting used to lining it up, you know. like The problem is, too, I got, like, this scar right here. So, it doesn't work out right. Not all the time. But, you know what, on TV, you don't notice as much. But I didn't, I didn't clean it up uh, before I went there. So if you see me on TV this weekend with a bloody face, this is why. Because I still don't have uh, J-Row money yet. I'm still, I'm still cutting my own hair in the garage. Butt-ass naked. It's what we do. All right, we got... We got uh, I got to thank you guys for stuff going on in the chat. Um, aggressively fat, so what's up, Steve-O? Good to see you, buddy. Welcome back to the program. Thank you for the one bit. Christy Spark is here. Thank you for the one bit, Christy. DJ Maddie. What's up, DJ Maddie? I don't know why I can't see today. Maybe my diabetes is acting up. DJ Maddie, thank you for the 50 bits. It's National Queso Fried Rice and String Cheese Day. Okay. It's National I'm Not Shitting for Three Weeks Day, apparently. Uh, thank you for that. Home Astros fan. Thank you for the 100 bits, buddy. Mucho appreciated. <laughs> damn. I swear every damn day. Every day I get ready to like. I didn't. Uh, I didn't do the. Uh, what happened? We need Barry's twin to do sign language. What's wrong with the. Heck yeah. <laughs> what's wrong with the. Is there no audio? Don't make me. Is there no audio? Don't make me. Asshole. There's plenty of audio. No damn sign language. 
Uh, Sports Riot shirt is bright as fuck. You know what? Fuck this show. I'm leaving. You guys are bitching already. Fuck it. Oh, shit. Fucking assholes. Damn it, you made me say the F word. I hate all of you so much, you raggedy bitches. Mark G, buddy. 16 months subscribed. Thank you so much, homie. Appreciate that. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Um, Welcome in, and uh, I'm sorry that Justin Fields sucks so bad. Don't hate. Don't, 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 don't shoot the messenger. So, uh, what is this? Uh, the sports ride shirt is bright. No, I love it. I wish mine still looked that great. Oh, well, I mean, it's got some, you know, it's not doing great. It's, uh, well, you can't really see it, but like it's starting to break apart as most things tend to do, but you know, I do, you know, the key is when you get shirts like this, whether they're, uh, these are, uh, heat transfer vinyl. Whether they're vinyl or whether they're um, screen printing, you got to wash them inside out. And don't dry them if you don't have to. You know what I'm saying? That's the key. Anyways, uh, Joe Pro said, well, good show. See you all tomorrow. Yeah. Bye. Uh-oh, my little, my little thing ain't thinging. When the thing get to thinging, who is that? That's Matthew something. I forget the comedian's last name. I worked with him. He was super funny. All right. Let's, uh, let's get to the show. We got, we got things to do. Let me see. Did Jen send me the... I don't think so. We got to get the selections in. Nope. <coughs> and I don't know what the deal is. Uh, I don't know why I cough as soon as I start the show. No idea. Anyways, I'd, uh, I, I expect... I almost didn't do a show today simply because the Astros were playing and uh, our, a lot of our fans are based in Houston. And, uh, you know, some of them might be there. Some of them just would rather watch that than this, which I understand. Um, by the way, Orioles up one nothing over the Astros, bottom of the fourth. Some of you are watching. Uh, so, yeah. Uh, Donna, Donna said, ask me anything about anything. How about our pickums? Well, um, Jen was busy doing life things and um, unable to get all of the info that I would need. So what we're going to do today, hopefully, hopefully she can get me the info. What we're going to do today is um, pick this week's matchup. And then tomorrow, I'll show you the lineups for those teams. And uh, I'll give you the fantasy updates on Pick'em and around the league. So that'll be, we'll do we'll do all the fantasy stuff tomorrow. We were going to do it today, but unfortunately just didn't have enough time. And she had some of the info ready, but... Um, I try to make slides for y'all cause I try to make this a nice presentable show. So it was, I would just told her now nah, we can wait. I'd rather, I'd rather do it and, and make it look good than, than not do it right. Y'all know how I do. Y'all know how I do. Uh, all right, let's start the show. Let's do the chat. Let's do the chat. I do know Alan Denson was in early. So shout out to Alan Denson. Uh, excuse me for getting in early. And uh, showing up to the potty, Alan, you are the uh, greatest deckhead in history. We're up for the next three hours-ish, and then it's just back to regular ass Alan Denson, who's got a really long streak going. 
Who did it used to be that was like first every day? There was somebody that it used to Heck be, yeah. right? It wasn't always Allen. It was somebody else. They Oh, it was Shelby, wasn't it? Was Shelby the one that was always here first? I think it was. It used to be Shelby. Yes. Thank you, Cisco. Yes. What's up, by the way? Hi from high. Definitely Shelby, Joe Pro. Thank you, buddy. Um, all right, so Alan Denson's in. Total Dallas is here. Uh, hey, Susan's in. What's up, buddy? Good to see you, my friend. Thank you for showing up. AJB, what's up, homie? Good to have you in. Uriel Villanueva came to the party. Ready to party. Uh, Jared Taylor's here. How are you? Thank you so much. House, what's up, Rev House? Good to see you, buddy. I popped in on House's stream the other day and hung out. It was a lot of fun. You guys should still go hang out with him if you can. Alex Villanueva's here. Hello, my friend. Hello, hello. Um, Oh, my sweet, sweet daughter. How are you, sweetie? Thank you for being here as well. Uh, let's see. <coughs> There's Steve-O. What's up, buddy? Who else? Um, Joe Pro. How are you, my friend? Good afternoon, sir. And Total Dallas showed up, much to the chagrin of other haters, not me. Uh, let's see who else. Uh, Joe Pro. What's up, Homo Astros fan? Thank you for being here. Uh, Tony the Handsome said we need Barry to do sign language, and he can go have sex with his own self. Um, person, have sex with this person. What's up, DJ Maddie? Good to see you, buddy. Um, who else? Christy, what's up, girl? What's up, girl? Flip, hello, sir. Hello, Flip. Mark G, thank you for showing up. Thank you for being present. Nightbot, you raggedy bitch. PB Dubs! The Astros game. Are you at the Astros game, PB Dubs? Are you? You are dedicated if you are. If not, you're still dedicated. So, uh, What's up, Clarence? Good to see you, my friend. How are you? Hope well. I hope well. Who else? Perry, what's up, Perry? Good to see you. Ian, my dude. What's up, Ian? You made it. Thank you, sir. Thank you so much. <laughs> you know, I was talking about your Florida Gators today on my TV show. Well, we didn't really talk about them. We, we talked about the Tennessee fan that ran on the field while Tennessee was losing. 12th ranked Tennessee was losing to unranked Florida. as the most Tennessee shit ever. Uh, so there you go. Yeah, O's already in the playoffs. That is true. Never seen a more boomer bust lineup as the Astros. It's been all bust. And the same thing with the pitching staff. Uh, who else here? What's up, 75 Truth? Can't hit the ball if you don't swing the bat. Mm, facts. What's up, Cisco? Steven the weather guy. <laughs> Hashtag screw house. Um, uh, let's see. Ian's watching Champions League soccer. Ah. Well, I hope your day improves. What's up, Jet? Good to see you. Thank you for being here, sweetie. Terrence. What's up, Terrence? Hello, my friend. Uh, who else is in? Pena going to strike out uh, on a low and outside pitch. Uh, what else? Nasty Nate. What's up, fam? And there you go. No, you're closing shot for the. Oh, no, you. We're closing. Oh, gotcha, 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 gotcha. Gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. It's not just the pitching. It's everything. It's everything. Nothing is going well right now. The bullpen's not doing good. Defensively, they're struggling a little bit. Offensively, they're struggling. Rotation is bleh. It's just not nothing is clicking. Nothing is working right for your Houston Astros. And you know what, folks? Let me just tell you. Um, don't worry about it. Like, here, here's the thing. If you're an Astros fan, you're playing with found money. You know what I mean? You're playing with house money. This is a team who made it to six straight ALCS games. 
two has won two World Series, made it to three World Series, has been really close to more than that. It's a team that everybody fears still. It's a team that is respected around the league. And it is a team that will continue to be a contender for the foreseeable future. Sometimes things go your way. Sometimes they don't. But Astros fans, you're playing with house money. Don't be sad. If they don't do well this year, who cares? Who cares? Like Astros fans have gotten so spoiled. And I'm including myself in this. We have gotten so spoiled that anything short of an ALCS or a World Series appearance now all of a sudden feels like everyone's like, well, fire Dusty, get rid of Dana Brown, uh, sell the team, move, let's move to, to San Antonio. This sucks. It's like, what are you talking about? And the craziest thing, last night on Twitter, I saw a guy who was like, <laughs> Astros fans are miserable and I love it because they're cheaters. Which, by the way, there's like two, three guys left on the cheating Astros of 2017, you stupid asses on Twitter. You dumb shits on Twitter. Ugh, the Astros are cheaters. Not anymore, assholes. They haven't been cheaters since 2017, 18, middle of eight, eight, yeah, probably 2018, somewhere along there. Dumbasses. That's like that's like still the Mac Mac Jones is a cheater because the Patriots cheated when the balls they were inflated and de deflated and Mac Jones is a cheating ass ball throwing deflated quarterback. I mean, people are stupid. Like literally, people are stupid. And I want to say the F word so bad. You guys have no idea. Internally, I am having this struggle. Like, just go on and say one. It's like crack. It's like heroin. Like, I'm just like mainlining heroin over here with F words, just feeding them. Come on, daddy. I'll suck your dick for an F word. Come on, daddy. I'll give you a hand job for frick. But honest to God, Fans are stupid. Astros fans are stupid because they're losing their mind about this team. And it's like, why? Who gives a shit? I don't even care if they make the playoffs, to be honest with you. I haven't trusted this team all year. But if they don't make the playoffs or if they flame out in the wild card round, eh, eh. Seven, seven years in a row they made the playoffs? Nine since 2015? I'll take it. I'll take it. I'll take it. That's pretty dope. That's a hell of a run. Because you know what this isn't? You know what you don't want to be Astros fans? What's up, Keith Sager? You know what you don't want to be Astros fans? <clears throat> What's up, Potch? You don't want to be annoying-ass Yankee fan who's like, ah, yes! Like, they're, they're out here winning World Series and making it every year, and people are like, ah, oh, this sucks. Steinbrenner's as a cocksucker. Like, bro, just enjoy the winning. And when they're not winning, it's okay. Really, it's okay. And side note for all of the, um, oh, what is it? Side note for all of the Astros haters that are like, this team is cheaters. At what point do you let it go and get over it? At what point? 
because there's literally outside of Altuve and Bregman and 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 Verlander and and maybe one or two more people. Nobody on this team is 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 even associated with the 2017 Astros. Yet you dumbasses can't get past it. I don't know. I, I just it, it just it blows my mind how weird and idiotic fans are. Like this is the this is all you have to do, bro. This is why your kids don't like you. You're a terrible dad. And your kids don't like you because all you do is obsess over the Astros cheating when it was six years ago. And we've all moved on. Most of them have moved on. Two other teams are retirement. But yet you got terrible dad baseball fan who's like, the Asterix. Okay, what are you, seven? Just a lot of the Houston Asterisks. <laughs> Astros with two S's. That's cool if you're eight. Dipshits. What happened? I blacked out for a second. What? I don't know what happened. Are we good? Let's. <clears throat> I, I was. I was ready to start the show and do headlines, and then I don't know if my sugar dropped, but I blacked out for a second, and uh, and I'm back. Let's go. What does this say? Um, Jets and entitlement. Yeah. Get back to work, Clarence. Oh, yeah, Clarence. Go go to work, buddy. Um, why does this say strawberry? Yankees fans once told me they deserve to be in the World Series because they are the Yankees. Are, yeah, that doesn't that doesn't surprise me one bit. Not not in the least. Um What is this? They have grapes at Kroger's. Okay. Okay. Uh those people are just projecting their own self hate. True, true. Giants are not a good team, a.k.a. Pee Wee football. Oh, all right. Barry, why you got a TD on blast like that? Nope. Someone check his blood pressure. It's fine. You know, I've never been able to find my pulse. Like, I don't, I don't know where it is. Even on my wrist, I'm like, I'm too fat. I don't have a pulse. Uh, I was just say get out of the cat, Clarence. What? Get out of the cat? That don't. That's weird. Okay, let's let's skip over all that. It's underneath the fluff. How about you kiss my ass, whole ass, all the ass, kiss it all, dickhead. Um. Uh, okay. Yeah. Go Astros. Yankee fans are stupid. People on Astro, uh, people on Twitter that are, are Astros haters are stupid. Uh, let's start the show. Wait, 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 wait. Ian has a really good question. Can Ole Miss beat Alabama this Saturday? Alabama's susceptible. Normally I'd be like, <laughs> no, dumb question. Next. Alabama for the first time has fallen out of the top 10 in the AP poll since like 2016 or some crazy shit. No, there's been 13 years or something like that. I don't know. This has been a long ass time. The fact of the matter is, can they? Maybe. <clears throat> Especially if Alabama's quarterback play doesn't improve. The defense is still really good though. And that's going to be a problem. 
Um, <laughs> yeah, exactly, Flimsy Cherry. Alabama, a lot like the Astros right now. If I was a betting man, what's the line on that game? Hold on. What's the line on that game? Let's see. <coughs> God bless. I am so freaking sick of coughing. I mean, you guys don't even know. I just want to rip out my esophagus sometimes. And I flim- uh, No, it wasn't Flimsy Cherry. Is uh, The Jet asked, why? Uh, when did I quit saying the F word? Yesterday. Not going good. Not going good. The tide has rolled. It's a, it's a low tide right now. Ah, ah, ocean joke. Let's see. I'm looking at the headlines. Oh, no, I don't need that. Oh, that's nice. I like how Justin Fields blames his coaches. Justin, what do you think the problem is? I don't know. Probably coaching. It doesn't have anything to do with the fact that I can't throw a football to save my life that I'm a poor decision maker, that I can't read defenses. It has nothing to do with any of that. It's got to be robotic play calling. <clears throat> Flimsy Cherry said, how about U of H being only a 12-point favorite against Sam Houston? Yeah. Isn't that wild? People calling for Dana Holgerson's job already? And he's like, wait, 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 wait. We don't have the weaponry to compete in the Big 12 yet. Oh, you knew this was coming. I said as much on Football Saturday, CW39. Check it out this Saturday if you're in Houston. <coughs> but I said, I, you know what? It, it, they knew this was coming. And then Jerome got on my ass. He's like, well, you know, I mean, it, this isn't like, um, I forget what he said. I forget who he compared it to. Oh, Dion of Colorado. Because I was like, you knew this was coming. Maybe you should have told your fans, hey, listen, we're kind of going through it. We're trying to replenish and we're trying to build up and compete at a level in the Big 12. And maybe just tell your fan base, be patient with us. You know what I mean? We're going in. We're, we're putting on our big boy pants. Got to crawl before you can walk, before you can run. So give us a little time. Cut us some slack. You know, Dana could say something to the effect of, I know what it takes to win here. I've, I've, oh, that's a good idea, Joe Pro. That's my bad. I'll never keep it updated, though. Nonetheless. Uh, although I could put the link for the TV show uh, once they get it up. Just need to get them some Viagra. But yeah, <laughs> Alex, fire Dana, fire Dusty, fire Ime Doku, fire D'Amico Ryans. I hate this town sometimes. God, I hate this city sometimes. Jesus. I want to say the F word so bad. That's going to be the biggest problem is me getting angry and not being able to say it. Uh, Rip out the esophagus like Patrick Swayze in Roadhouse. I wish I could. I wish I could. Um, So, yeah, just warn them, right? Like, you could just warn the fans, and I think you would have a little less problem. Like, hey, we told you. But Jerome's point was, well, Colorado came and, you know, did their thing, and they ain't complaining. They're winning. That's true. That's true. (coughs) All right. Uh, What is the line? Uh, Let's see. Hold on. Hold on. What was I looking up? What was I going to look up, everybody? I forgot now. I was going to go look up a line on something. Was it the Bama game? Let's see. Schedule. 
I think it was the Bama game. Let's see. <laughs> there you go. Number 13, uh, Alabama versus number 15, Old Miss. The line is six and a half. Bama favored by six and a half. Um, the matchup predictor on there has them as a 66% chance of winning the game. And I, I, I think Bama still wins because of their defense, but they've got to get some better quarterback play. Um, Ole Miss has played Mercer, Tulane, and Georgia Tech. Like most teams, they really haven't been tested yet this year. And that's okay. They haven't been tested yet, but um, they're going to get a test this weekend. And Bama's been tested already and lost to Texas. I think Ole Miss is definitely a step down in competition from Texas. Um, I think it's a, it's a winnable game. But I don't think it's necessarily the, oh, yeah, oh, duh, shoe-in that it used to be in the past. I think Bama still wins, but this spread normally, I wonder if you went back and look at like last year's game, it's probably 14, 17, something like that. Six and a half, that's a pretty low spread for Bama. Don't poo-poo Tulane. I hope Lane gets his teeth kicked in. Well, okay. There's that. The Ole Miss offense is high-powered, though. Yeah, against inferior talent, though, Potch. I mean, they were what? Uh, yeah, 349 yards passing, 177 yards rushing. Again, against Georgia Tech, who can't stop anybody. Tulane and Mercer. I mean, they beat Mercer 73-7. to seven. Are, we, are we really going to count that? Are we really going to be like, ooh, ooh, no. I mean, Tulane, they put up 37. They put up 48 against Georgia Tech. No. Uh, this might actually, this, they, this, this, um, this Bama defense, I mean, the over-under on the game is 55 and a half. <sighs> like, Bama has put up 56, 24, and 17. It's progressively getting worse as the competition gets better. But UCF, they put up 17 against UCF. Put up 24 against Texas, a much better defense than the other two. I mean, that tells you, I don't know. Reasoning says they probably put up somewhere between 21 to 31. Let's call it 24. Bama should score 24 in this game which is what they scored against Texas. So if the over-under is 55, then that tells you that Ole Miss should score 29. I don't know. I might take Ole Miss in the points, though. I might do that. But, uh, yeah, they should win. Uh, Posh said I wouldn't hate it. Yeah. <coughs> uh, I hope Lane gets his teeth kicked in. I thought there was no way that Milro was their best option, and boy, was I wrong. Facts. Facts. Uh, excuse me. Excuse me. All roads lead to LSU. Not so fast. I wish I, 
I wish I had a pencil so I could Lee Corso you. Not so fast, my friend. Not necessarily. I uh, didn't know Mercer played football. I thought they had a lacrosse school. Oh, wow. Well, they do. And so far this year, they've they've beaten uh, Moorhead State 48-22. to Lost to Ole Miss 73-7. to And then beat Una. The University of North Alabama beat them 17-7. to Wow. Look at Mercer. The Mercer Bears rolling. Watch out. All right, we'll get into some more college football today. We did mostly NFL yesterday. <coughs> a bit of the, f- uh, uh, a bit of on the fly laminator five thousand. Not bad. Thank you. Thank you very much. Yeah, did a little, did a little bit. Perry said, "Hot take: Bama's outside the top twenty-five at one point this season." Ooh, shit! Someone called the fire department. Perry got a hot, hot take. That is scorching hot. Although, I mean, we can uh, we can do the slide now. Nothing says I have to do the damn headlines first. Here's your top ten right now. You notice anything missing? Anything uh, out of whack? Georgia is number one. Uh, Michigan is number two. The uh, University of Texas. Longhorns is number three. Florida State, FSU is number four. The USC Trojans at number five. Uh, Ohio State, six. Penn State, seven. Washington, eight. Notre Dame is number nine. And Oregon is number 10. Well, too bad they're breaking up the Pac-10. They're just running off all these top 10 teams. More like the Pac-10, top Pac-12, whatever. More like the Pac-12. top I just ruined that. Um, let me get you the let me get you the whole poll. Bama outside of the top ten for the first time in <coughs> I want to say since like 2013 or some shit or 13 years. I don't remember which it was. Um, here is your full top ten list. Let's see here. Do 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 do. He can't scroll that far. Wow, Chris. Chris, are you... uh... (laughs) Look at Perry and Wallace. (laughs) Um, Chris, are you excited? Do you think Sam Houston beats uh, U of H? Let me tell you something, man. Sam Houston for a long time. Sam Houston was no joke when it came to Division II football. I'm old school. I'll still say Division II. Because what, it used to be called the FBS and the FBC? The Football Coalition. It was like the, I don't know, whatever. Now it's the Power Five, and then you losers. (laughs) That's what they should do. They should just be like, uh, this is the uh, We Give a Shit conferences, and this is the Who Cares conferences. That's what they should call them. Sam Houston's defense is no joke. They gave up 13 to BYU. Damn, that is pretty good. That is pretty good. Sam Sam Houston has put on has put some pretty good teams on the field. Bryce Dallas finally has a good football team this year. It ain't bad from what I saw. Um, 
Throb said, uh, I love I loved in Moorhead for seven years. Okay. Don't be bragging. Um Heck yeah. <laughs> I truly thought Moorhead was just a novelty shirt. They're real. That's funny. <coughs> um Welcome to Moorhead, Hardwood Capital of the World. Also very funny. Oklahoma is stupid. Where's Moorhead? Is Moorhead in Oklahoma? Wouldn't it be funny if uh, Moorhead was like, you know, in there actually gave head? What is this? Oh, it's in Kentucky. Okay. It's in Kentucky. I was going to say, it wouldn't strike me if they were in Oklahoma because Oklahoma does some dumb shit. I was in, I don't remember if it was Tulsa or OKC, but uh, I was at these parks and they have this sign that says, save the trees, and it's literally made out of wood. I was like, bro, what are you doing, Oklahoma? Save the trees is made out of, come on, fam. Uh, All right, go bear cats. (laughs) Eat them up, cats. Hey, what's up, CC? Good to see you, sweetie. Uh, Sam, these are Bearcats for FCS National Champs during the pandemic season. Yep. 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 Uh, Two National Champs. So Alabama's been in the top 10 since its current players were in kindergarten. Jesus. That's crazy. When when was it? Is this somebody posted in the chat how long it's been since Bama fell out of the top 10? Uh, Yeah. Chris Chancey says they have a good chance. So Alabama, okay. I don't know when how long it's been. But not not right now. Cece's here, so don't ruin her her uh, Alabama love. What's up, Parker John? How you doing, buddy? Good to see you, man. The more you say Moorhead, it sounds like you're singing Two Live Crew. It's <laughs> outstanding. That's outstanding. I'm in Cancun. Yes, Moorhead's about forty five minutes from Lexington. Oh, Moorhead, KY. Okay. Uh, what is this? Yo, 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 looks like you got a fresh, but I did since a bull rock. I did. Uh, I, I cut it myself. I have been as of late cause it's cheaper and, uh, I don't do a great job. I cut up my head, but yep. Got it. Got to cut today. Cause Wednesdays we shoot the TV show around here. All right, let's go over the rest of the college football rankings right, right fast. So we did your top 10 again, in case you missed it, Georgia, Michigan, Texas, Florida state, USC, Ohio State, Penn State, Washington, Notre Dame, and uh, Oregon. Uh, Good matchup this weekend. Notre Dame and Ohio State going to be mixing it up. Two top 10 teams colliding. I'm taking the Buckeyes uh, and laying the points. That was uh, was one one of my wagers on the TV show. Listen, that Buckeyes offense, that especially the receiving core, is just nasty. Nasty. Now look, Notre Dame's defense is really good, and their past, uh, their their passing efficiency on defense is one of the best in the country. Again, though, Notre Dame, like most people, though at this point, haven't really played anybody, so you don't really know that defense hasn't been tested, Heck especially yeah. with the likes of Marvin Harrison Jr. and the rest of the receiving core in Ohio State. So, um, I like. I mean, Ohio State really gets after you on defense as well. They're really good, so I'll take. Ohio State, uh, I, I think they went straight up, and and yeah, I would lay the points too. 
I missed a couple things here. I missed a couple things here. Hold on, damn it. Oh my God. Er, my gird. Uh, Mark G, I got your sub, buddy. The Jet. Thank you, Jet. The Jet on Twitch has resubscribed for six months now. Jet, that's amazing. Thank you so much, sweetie. Perry! Buddy, thank you for the 100 bits, my friend. And then another 20. Perry's just over here emptying out the bit wallet. He's like, I'm done with this shit. Uh, CC! Happy vacay, boo-boo. Thank you for the 18th months of your subscriptions. I don't know if you know this, but we've now had two sub babies. <laughs> I called one C and the other one C. Nailed it! Hey, Behander, thank you for the resub, buddy. 16 months. Let's freaking go! Didn't say the F word. Um, was it say Kenny Smith is here and resubscribe? What? 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 Kenny Smith? What? Where do you see Kenny Smith? What the? I don't know what that is. Bama out first time since September 2015. Thank you, John Parker. That's wild, bro. That's wild. I knew it was a long time ago. Oh, the jet. I got it. Now I get it. That's so lame. God, that was so lame, Steven. Stick to weather, nerd. All right, that was aggressive. I apologize. Uh, here's the rest of the uh, rankings in the AP poll. Outside of the top 10, Utah's 11. LSU is 12. Bama 13. Oregon State 14. Uh, so, there, yeah, so there's your Bama. They fell three more spots in a win. In a win. But their offense is just looking trashy. Uh, so, yeah, Oregon State moved up two spots there at 14. Ole Miss is at 15. Oklahoma is at 16, North Carolina. Remember Mac Brown? Still doing it, baby. North Carolina is at 17. Duke is at, what is this, a basketball poll? Duke's up to 18. <coughs> Colorado dropped the spot from 18 to 19. And look, I know some people are like, why they still won? The WX guy uh. for that total Dallas level joke. <laughs> Wow. 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 Cisco out here. I like it. Cisco's out here policing the hall is like a hall monitor. He's like, man, get on, get. Get your ass on with them stupid ass dad jokes. That's so fantastic. Steve the weather guy for that total Dallas level joke. You, sir, get timed out. I'm sorry, Stephen, the weather guy. <laughs> you guys remember Stephen? Rest in peace, Stephen. Gone, but not forgotten. No one will ever forget. Um, what's his name? Uh, the the weather guy. You know, nobody's gonna, nobody's gonna. What are we talking about? Um, I don't remember. Um, <laughs> and I'm getting no votes as an Aggie fan. I don't believe they should get any. Uh, yeah. Oh, did no? A&M got votes. Yeah. Well, uh, I'm totally with you on that. 
did they? Oh no, you're looking at at the uh, coaches poll. They didn't get any votes. I don't believe in the AP poll. No, they didn't. Yeah, so uh, I'm with you on that though, John Parker. They're they're awful, awful. Oh, and Cisco said, and because he beat me in fantasy last week. There's another one. No one will ever forget what's his name. Good old what's his name. No one knew everyone's name. <laughs> That's funny since it's wrong. Uh, who's going to do the break weather report now? Oh, yeah. He stopped doing that. He quit on us. He's a quitter. All right, the rest of your um, top 25. So we got down to Colorado at 19. And again, people were like, yeah, that's bull crap. Um, you know, they, they won. Okay, but they looked bad against the Colorado State team that wasn't ranked. And I understand it's a rivalry game, so you don't punish them too much. But it took double overtime to beat Colorado State. If you're going to be in the top 25, you're going to get stuff like that that happens if you don't look well, if you don't, if you don't run rough shot over teams not in the top 25. It's going to happen. And you know what? I mean, quite frankly, Colorado's defense has got some work to do. And now they're without their best overall player, Travis Hunter, for at least three weeks, they said, with a lacerated liver. Jesus, that sounds awful. My God, that just sounds, oh. I mean, I know I do some terrible shit to my liver. I don't know what side it's on. But God, that just sounds, ugh. Uh, So Colorado drops 1-19. to The University of Miami is up to number 20. Washington State at 21, UCLA 22. Tennessee falls 12 spots after losing to Florida. And then, of course, in typical AP poll or ranking fashion, Tennessee's at 23, Florida's at 25. And I don't understand that, by the way. Congratulations to Iowa for being 24, UCLA 22. What I don't understand is if you have two teams that are that close, 23, number 23, Tennessee, which, again, they fell 12 spots. They were at number 12. Um, but still, if Tennessee is 23 and Florida is 25 and they've played head-to-head and Florida beat the ever-living piss out of them, well, why not just flip-flop them at that point? Why not just go ahead and put Tennessee at 25 and Florida at 23? Or Florida at 24, for that matter. But they should be ahead of them in the rankings. <laughs> nice. So they bull rocks that lacerated liver who tackled him. Hannibal. It's a fava beans. Uh, yeah, Florida in the top 25. Evil that said fire Jimbo. No. I keep dropping my, I got like five uh, caps for my, for my bottle of Diet Coke down there on the floor. Uh, you know what? On the fire Jimbo front. I don't even care anymore. I mean, it's just, I'm just. I'm just so sick of being an Aggie fan. I am. I, everybody's like, oh, do you fire Jimbo? Do you, what do you do? Do you Steve Sarkis? I, I don't care. I don't care. I don't want to root for this team anymore. No, I'm not one of those guys that changes allegiances. But I've been an Aggie fan since, I don't know, five or six years old. I'm sick of rooting for this team. I'm sick of rooting for this school. I'd rather just not have a team to root for than to have to root for this team, which every year 
Everyone loves to say how good they could be, and they love to prove them all wrong. Is I'm just tired of it. So when you ask me, fire Jimbo Fisher, should he be on the hot seat? I don't care. I don't care if they fire Jimbo. I don't care if he's on the hot seat. I don't care if they keep him. Because I can promise you one thing. No matter who they bring in, they're not winning a national title. It's not going to happen in my lifetime. I just believe that. In my heart of hearts, do you know how many lifetimes have come and gone? And they have not won a national title in like my dad's life, my grandfather's life. And I'm not counting the ones they make up. Let's be real. I'm just tired of it. It's exhausting of being a Texas A&M fan. Exhausting. And some of you get like, oh, we should do this and, and we should do that. We shouldn't do shit. They should just ask to be removed from the SEC, put in the Southland Conference, and just call it. I'm just sick of it. Just tired of it. I really am. I'm not even mad. I'm just, it's, I just, I don't care anymore. It's just every year. I, and, and I like when I did the TV show and Josh Beard was on there and he's like, well, I have hope. I think the Aggies go in, and if they beat Miami, I'll say, ha-ha! They're not, bro, they do this every year. And even if they do beat Miami, they'll lose to whoever it is next that they're not supposed to lose to. That's what happens to this team every year. I mean, it's like if you're a U of H fan, you kind of know in your heart of hearts, you don't want to admit it. You know you're not supposed to be good. You know you're not supposed to be relevant. You know you're not supposed to have hopes or dreams or wishes of a playoff berth. You know that. You get that. Now, I'm not talking basketball. I'm not talking baseball. I'm talking strictly in football. You know that. We all know that. And if you don't know that, you probably went to U of H. You're not very smart. But what I'm saying is the Aggies, on the other hand, they have this entitled well, we should be great. Our university is one of the top universities in the country. Er Except in football, bitches. Except in football. It's awful. It sucks. And I, 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 I miss my dad every day since he passed. And I have no regrets. I harbor no ill will in any way, shape, or form uh, with my dad. Except for one thing. And it's that he made me an Aggie fan when I was five. And I've never been able to get out of this cult since. And I'm angry about it. <sighs> Ain't nobody giving up the SEC TV money. Well, they, they should. Um, who's worse right now, the Aggies fans or Texans fans? Oh, uh, it, Aggies fans, I mean... I don't know. Yeah, Texans fans are pretty awful to me. Te- Texans fans and Astros fans are competing for worst fan base in the state right now, I think. Just my opinion. Because Texans fans, I mean, what the... F- Ooh, ha, ha. Ah, let's go! Okay. And clipping that. Um... Texans fans act like this team was supposed to be good. 
Where are you getting your information from, Texans fans? Nobody, and I mean nobody, expected this team to start off 2-0, 3-0, 4-0, 3-1, whatever. That was just unrealistic. It's not a good football team yet. They've shown glimmers of hopes and, you know, I like what I see. I like where they're headed. They're not there. Why are you even bitching? Just, I don't know. I I have a real problem with sports fans right now. I really do. And, And most of them are in my circle in the city that I live in. And I used to say, you know, Houston is definitely a bandwagon town. We are a um, a melting pot, if you will. You know what I mean? We've got f- people from all over the country, from all over the world. But we have sports fans from all major cities. <coughs> and, uh, and all of them seem to have jumped on the Astros bandwagon in the last six, seven years. And, and okay. Heck yeah. Validation. Hey, thank you, Jim All Sports. What's up, buddy? Thank you, my friend. Appreciate the 17th month subscription. That is outstanding. And the 69. I like you. Well, welcome in, buddy. I'm just sitting here bitching about the uh, fan bases in Houston. I just... The fans in this town... They're not very smart right now. Like, I don't know why they're complaining about a, a, a football team in the Houston Texans that literally had the second and third pick in the draft. There's a reason they had the number two pick in the draft because they're awful. There's a reason they traded up for the number three pick because they're awful and they needed help on both sides of the ball. So I don't understand why people are freaking out after two games. It's stupid. It's ludicrous. It's ignorant. And it just shows how dumb of a football fan you are. And you know what? The same is true for the Astros. I already bitched about Astro fans, but lump them in there too. And then I don't know what I'm sure. I'm sure Rockets fans are going to chime in at some point. Why? Well, see, we should have brought back Harden. I quit. I, I just burn this city. Just, you know what? Someone go, go get me a gigantic a gigantic sawzall so I can just chop this sumbitch off right around here, just cut it off and let it fall into the gulf. What a dumbass city we are right now. What a dumbass sports city we are. Stupid-ass town. That's what we are. It's not H-Town. It's dumb town. This is dumb town, and I'm the mayor. Stupid-ass dumb town. Okay. (sighs) Texas will be ready for the SEC next year. It's looking like it. It's definitely looking like it. Um, Jim has to deal with Notre Dame fans. He gets it. Ugh. Ugh. Yeah, Notre Dame fans are have as about as much luck as Aggie fan does. But Notre Dame fan is more of a tease. At least the Aggies let you off the hook. Like four weeks in, five weeks in, you know what I mean? You're like, oh, 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 damn. Rest of the city sucks. Notre Dame fan, like, they edge you all the way, all the way to the playoffs. 
You know what I mean? They're just, you know, y'all know what edging is if you don't Google it. They're just, and then right when you're about to national championship all over the place, they just stop. Save it. Poor Notre Dame fan. I wouldn't want to, I would, I don't know which one I'd rather be. Aggie fan or Notre Dame fan? I hate being an Aggie fan, but I don't know if I would. Well, I guess I would take, I'd, I'd rather, I guess I'd rather get to the college football playoffs every year. <laughs> yes, it's because I just don't Google it at work. Trust me. Don't do that. Don't do that. Hey, Steven the Weather Guy, thank you for the 50 minutes. Steven the Weather Guy says, I'm back. Francisco is just mad because I stomped his grapes by 50 points this week. Nice. Jared said I'm edging once a week. My driveway loves it. Oh, good for you. That's a smart man. Make that hole real big. Yeah, that's smart. Hey, by the way, pro tip. Lawn talk. Lawn talk. I just hadn't used it in a while. That's all. I just, I made that some bitch. That took me weeks to make, and I just going to use it. Uh, <laughs> Jim on Sports said, this is the grossest, most accurate description I've ever heard of Notre Dame fan. Well, it's really of Notre Dame football. Um, I barely won my weekly matchup, won by 1.7 uh, points, and had the highest freaking score in my league. Wow, good for you. Oh, you know the person that lost to you was pissed. They would have beat everybody else. Um, lawn talk. Here's the thing. When you're edging, you know, if you use a, a trimmer, a weed whacker, as they say in the Midwest and out east, I guess. Hey, weed whacker. Hey, go grab your weed whacker. And then we'll have some ganache and some... And some uh, 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 Juicy Lucy. Okay, now I'm hungry. God, Juicy Lucy's are so good. Except you got to be careful because you bite into one all over your face. Just like a Notre Dame fan. I don't know where that came from. You dang! What's up, Keith? Did I hear Lawn Talk? Keith? Because he's like the... Uh, uh, lawn Talk? You did? You did indeed. Here's a pro tip if you use your trimmer slash weed whacker slash whatever to edge your driveway and whatnots sidewalk walkway curb whatever most of us when we're edging with the weed whacker are standing on the driveway when we do it no nay nay i say no more friends now on, when you got the weed whacker, I want you to stand in the grass when you do it. A couple of reasons for this. One, um, it will actually widen the edge, which looks a lot better. But two, you'll actually, when you're missing and you're not perfectly in that groove, especially if you don't have a, a nice, deep, wide edge yet, you're going to save your trimmer line because when you're on the, the the driveway side or the concrete side, you tear up your trimmer line faster. So this will help save it. 
Um, Keith said, why? Flatten the grass? No, 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 no. Like I said, uh, I mean, you should, your grass should be, if your grass doesn't bounce back when you step on it, then it, it, chances are you need to water it. But the reason is, one, it's going to put a little bit of an angle on your edge, first of all, which you can still get an upright edge with your weed whacker or your uh, trimmer. But like I said, you're going to use less line. Uh, it's going to widen the edge as well, right? So you have a tendency with the weed eater to pull to you instead of push. So when you do that, you're pulling the edge away from the concrete more. And why would you want to do that as well? Well, especially in the summer months, you ever notice how sometimes just the edges of your grass around the concrete start to die off first and dry out first is the heat from the concrete. So adding a little more space there gives it a little more room, lowers the temperature just a smidge. And the final thing is, if you're like me and you're like, I don't feel like weed eating this week. And then next week rolls around. And you're like, I still don't want to do that. Man, when you got that nice, big, wide, thick edge, you you give yourself some leeway. You don't have to do it all the time. Just don't let it go too long. What is this water you speak of? Good point. Your edge is bent. I've seen a commercial for medication for that. Someone needs to time Steven the weather guy out again. This is getting out of hand. Stupid. Uh, I have a long, long black diamond lined, but I like to watch when I edge. I don't know what that means. Oh, did you get the spool of black diamond? Oh, here's another pro tip. Lawn talk. That's enough. Uh, Another pro tip. Wet your trimmer line. (laughs) Don't put your mouth on it, but you can soak your trimmer line in water. Uh, because your trimmer line gets old and dry if you've had it for a long time. Like, for example, I have a huge spool. I'm not bragging, but <laughs> I have a, yeah, I have one of those big like commercial spools of uh, black diamond trimmer line, and it gets old and dry. So, wet it, soak it. Soak it and wet it. Ah, uh, another black diamond convert. Dubs, welcome to the party. Yeah, soak that bad boy. Put the whole spool. Get you a five-gallon bucket of water. Uh, or a five-gallon bucket. Fill it with water. Drop the spool in there. Let it soak for a little while. 30 minutes, an hour, or whatever. Uh, maybe overnight, I think, too. You could probably get away with it. But just let it get... Just moisten that line. It'll actually cut better and last longer. So. Okay. <clears throat> um... Always felt walking on the grass was better, but a Facebook long group apparently dubbed that a no-no. No, that's stupid. Um, I like doing it from the grass side. I, I, I don't remember where I saw that tip, but then once I did it, I was like, oh, I see why. And you know what? The other thing you can do too, uh, Keith, is sometimes what I'll do is edge first. And that way, as you go by and mow, you're kind of, you can fluff that grass up again. So there you go. Um, Key said, love Black Diamond. Jared Taylor, Black Diamond is the best. Thanks, Barry, on deck for the recommendation. But I like to walk on the driveway when I edge. Stupid. Stupid. No, not always. You don't need to soak your line before each time. Just, just you know, every, if you have a the larger spool that if you've had your trimmer line for years, 
you know, once every six months to a year, soak it overnight or soak it for a couple hours. Cause it's plastic and it does dry out. So back on the lawn, I go then. Thank you. There you go, buddy. Uh, I hop off to make a call and I come back to edging and fluffing. Shut your horn mouth. All right, let's get to our sports headlines since I ran the damn thing. Uh, Kareem Hunt has returned to the uh, Cleveland Browns. So he's back after Nick Chubb's knee injury. Nick Chubb out for the season if you missed it. I'm sure you didn't. But Kareem Hunt is back. And um, right now listed on the depth chart as number two behind Ford, I think was his name. I forget. I think it was Ford. Uh, by the way, still one nothing Baltimore into the sixth. Go Astros. Go yourselves. Oh, let's see. Teams. I'm trying to remember the damn. I think it was Ford, but let's go depth chart. Yeah, Jerome Ford is the uh, is right now at least. And they they announced yesterday that Ford would be the number one back. He was the backup to Nick Chubb. Actually beat Kareem Hunt out, took the job from him, whatever. Um, and some of that, I'm sure, was contractual. You know how people get when running backs start to fall off. So, uh, Kareem Hunt back in the Cleveland Browns organization, backing up Jerome Ford going forward. Shoei Otani has elbow surgery. They say that he expects to hit in 2024 and uh, pitch in 2025. Uh, Dusty just trying to retire early. Fire Dusty. Shut up! What's up, Ivan? Good to see you, buddy. Um, originally, Otani's uh, 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 agent had came out and said, ah, nah, this, he's going to do both. He's doing both. And so I guess technically he's right. Because by 2025, he'll be doing both. But he ain't going to do both next year. Some team's going to pay $450 million for a dual threat baseball player who, for one of those years, isn't going to be a dual threat. He's just going to be a hitter. Now, a damn good hitter. Don't get me wrong. I'm not poo-pooing, as my buddy would say. I'm not poo-pooing on Shohei Otani at the plate. I'm just saying there's value in what he does on the mound as well. <clears throat> so it, it won't be Rudy Rod. The Astros are not going to go get Shohei Otani, and I don't think he would want to come here. I think Otani goes one of three places. Just my opinion. I think he goes to the Yankees. Not in this order, by the way. The Yankees, the Dodgers, and the Mariners. And if you ask me to put it in order, I would say Mariners, Dodgers, Yankees. That would be the order. Uh, The Mariners are just going to have to pay for it. It's going to have to pony up. Now, do they become, do the Mariners become the new Angels? Where they've got Trout and Otani on the Angels. And then you'd have Rodriguez and and Otani in Seattle. And they still won't win shit. That would be hilarious. Actually, it'd be really sad because I'm rooting. (coughs) I'm rooting for Otani. I want to see the greatest baseball player on the planet maybe 
maybe when it's all said and done, the greatest baseball player of all time. Yes, I said it, and it's still possible. It's not yet. He's not there yet. Right now, he's the greatest baseball player on the planet, and he has been for a few years. I want to see him win. I want to see Mike Trout win. Just not getting it, so. Uh, even though I said, damn it, the Red Sox are not helping. They're getting clobbered by the damn Rangers. Yeah. Sucks. Uh, don't rule out the Mets throwing $500 million, but never putting talent around him. I think the Mets are going to be in for a... Uh, a rude awakening, I think. Like, I think the Mets may be super cautious about who and what they spend money on. They dump so much money into Scherzer and Verlander for not. And others, for that matter. And I know Steve Cohen has deep pockets and says he's going to spend, spend, spend. He don't care about the luxury tax. We don't need no stinking luxury tax. But the fact of the matter is, dumb money don't make money in the MLB. <coughs> or in MLB. And sometimes owners may talk a good game, but they get gun-shy when they spend that much money on guys who produce nothing overall. I mean, we saw it here in Houston when Drake McLean spent all that money on uh, uh, Doug Drabeck and Greg Swindell. I know a lot of you bandwagon fans have no idea what I'm talking about. It's okay. Just know that back in the day, we had an owner in, for the Houston Astros called Drayton McLean. And when he first bought the team, um, one of the big things he wanted to do was prove that he was in it to win it, just like Stephen Cohen. So he went out and he spent a lot of money. And at the time, two of the biggest names from a free agent pitcher perspective, perspective were Greg Swindell. And Doug Drabeck. And a lot of teams would have been happy getting one of them. So Drayton McLean said, oh, no, 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 baby. I do it a big one for the Houston Astros. And he went out and he spent money to get both of them. And they both rightfully shit the bed. Not rightfully, but right away. It was just, they just, they just were awful. Now, if some of you don't go back that far, again, it. Maybe you weren't born or you just, you know. You didn't hop on the bandwagon. And maybe some of you hopped on the bandwagon a little later. And I would liken their contracts to maybe a Carlos Lee. And for those of you that are bandwagon fans and have no idea who Carlos Lee is, much less Doug Drabeck and Greg Swindell, it, 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 all of those guys are Jose Abreu. How about that? Does that help? Or Montero. Um, Astros Twitter since 2017 don't know those guys. Facts. 100%. <laughs> Joe Burrow said, huh, that must have been before September 2015. Yeah. Yeah. It's amazing you hear Astros fans. Their biggest rival is the Royals. What? Oh, welcome to the party, guy who just started watching in 2015. What are you talking about? <sighs> Even though I said, remember Randy Johnson in 98 and Roger Clemens, Andy Pettit in 2004, 2005? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I also, uh, I remember Operation Shutdown. <laughs> I remember, um, uh, 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 actually, they had a, the Astros thing they had uh, the other day on the network. They were talking to Billy Doran. I was like, oh, my God. I used to love Billy Doran. 
I wanted to be Bill Doran. You don't understand. And he was so self-deprecating. He's like, ah, everybody hated me. I couldn't get it. I couldn't figure it out. He was beloved. And I can remember being just a huge Astros fan. Now, for a lot of you, this isn't going to register because, again, uh, the bandwagon, they didn't have roads installed for the bandwagon to get here until 2015. But back in the day, back in the day, the Astros used to be in the NL Central against teams uh, that were heated rivals of theirs, including the Reds, the Cardinals, the Cubs. <coughs> These were hated organizations. I hated the Cubs, and I hated Ryan Sandberg. Go bleep yourself, Ryan Sandberg. I'm Billy Dorn for life, bitch. Billy, 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 Billy Dorn for life. I had to make sure I had that right. I'm Billy Dorn for life. Ryan Sandberg was way better. FYI. Okay, anyways, third headline, Twins place. Hey, stop me if you've heard this before. Carlos Correa's hurt. <laughs> the Twins have placed Carlos Correa uh, on the 10-day IL. Now, I, I laugh in jest because he's, you know, as Astros fans know, Correa seemingly always injured it some way, somehow. Uh, but he'll be back in time for the playoffs. So no big deal. Uh, excuse me. I think their first playoff game would be 14 days from now. Probably very precautionary. And the last sports headline on the list, uh, majors record is a big differentiator. Uh, and according to Rafael Nadal, uh, that makes Novak Djokovic the best in history, the goat. And he admitted as such, which, okay. That's a big deal. Cause they're pretty big rivals. Excuse me. But, yeah, Nadal has acquiesced to uh, Novak Djokovic in tennis as the GOAT. And for my money, for my money, and and I'm only talking this because, you know, I'm the most well-rounded sports talk host on Twitch that goes live from my office by far i'll i'll put me up against anybody else on twitch from two to five that goes live from my office any day of the week bring them on but i'll say this just because i know so much about sports um you can say it's djokovic all you want but for my money the greatest tennis player of all time was pele so Mark said you leave Sandberg's name out your damn mouth. Keep my Sandberg's name out your damn mouth. Ryan Sandberg. I just said Sandberg was better. I just whispered it. So I didn't give Cub fans a boner. Oh, I love Ryan Sandberg. Yeah, well. If Billy Dorn was protected by the Hawk, I'm guessing he would have had a better hitting career too. And if he hit in stupid-ass Wrigley Field, I'd love to go to a game there one day. But, oh, my God, if you can't hit 40 home runs from the second base position in Wrigley, you suck, pal. Try doing that in the Astrodome, Ryan Sandberg. Um, all right, I pissed off Terrence with my Pele joke. 
I wonder what does Ryan Sandberg baseball reference? <laughs> Got it. I'm good. And let's pull up Billy Duran. Bill Doran. 82 to 93. Damn, there was a Bill Doran from 1922. Um, Let's pull them up and compare them side by side, shall we? You know why? Because I want to and I don't give a fuck. Some of y'all are like, this sucks. This is boring. I don't care about Bill Doran and Ryan Sandberg. Guess what? I don't give a shit. See that name right there? That's Barry on deck. Not whoever thought that to themselves on deck. Yo, what's up, Richard Vales? Good to see you, buddy. Catch any Pokemon today? Sandberg spells his name wrong. Whatever. That doesn't even make sense. All right, here you go. Bill Doran, career. For his career. Of the world, Craig. Bill Doran had 84 home runs. How many games did he play in? Oh, my God. He played from 82 to 93. Bill Dorn played in 1,453 games, and he had 84 home runs. His best year was 1987, where he finished 18th in MVP voting. He finished 11th in MVP voting in 1986. That's pretty good. Where he had six... Home runs. How? Scored 92 runs. He didn't lead the league in anything else. What on earth? He had a 368 on base percentage. That's pretty good. That's pretty good. His on base for his career was 354. All right, now let's look at Ryan Sandberg. It's probably not even going to kiss. Jesus, Ryan, let it go, man. <clears throat> Ryan Sandberg had 282 home runs. But a lower on base percent, 344 on base, slugged 795. Bill Doran slugged, or sorry, not slugged, OPS. Bill Doran's OPS was 728. Ryan Sandberg's was 795. OPS plus for the two, which if you don't know, if you set OPS, if the, if the league average was 100, OPS plus, is whatever your OPS is above or below 100 means you're above or below average. So, like, for example, Ryan Sandberg had an above-average OPS because he was a 114. Bill Doran had a, an above-average OPS at 106. And that's not that great. 106 isn't that good. I don't even think 114 is that good. Uh, and, in fact, if you want, just to compare it, let's pull up. Oh, let's pull up Barry Bonds. Uh, Barry Bonds is OPS plus 182. Ridiculous. Well, 182 OPS plus is insane. That's insane. And by the way, this career war is a cumulative war. Wins above replacement. That's crazy. Bill Doran had a career war of 32. Ryan Sandberg's was 67.9. Damn it. I even said, weren't you looking for Mark G the other day? Yeah. Yeah, I was. I surely was. So that I could tell him how much his quarterback sucks teat. Justin Fields. More like Justin feels like a loser. 
Right, that was aggressive. He's not a loser. Well, he's not a winner. If you're not a winner, if you ain't winning, you're losing, buddy. If you ain't first, you're last. Yeah, Fields is garbage. Fields is trash. I think we all know it. Mark G didn't want to admit it. Shout out. Shout out. Shout out. Uh, who admitted it yesterday? Oh, Sean. Sean hates stuff. Also a Bears fan. He admitted it. He admitted it yesterday. He was like, I was wrong. Fields' poop emoji. Yes. Yes, he is. And soon, soon, friends, mark my words, Mark G will have to admit it. Soon. Uh, Since Bull Rock said Barry Bonds should go down as the best steroid player, the asterisk should be worn with honor. Everyone was on roids in the air, and he was the best while on roids. True that. True that. <clears throat> Played 1,400 games, which is about two and a half MLB seasons. Who did? Bill Doran? Oh, yeah, he sure did. 1,453 games? That's not two and a half MLB seasons. I'm like, wait a minute. Uh, Mark said it sure doesn't look good. This team is failing on all levels. I think it starts and ends with quarterback play. And if you missed it, if you missed it, um, your boy is out here dumping on the coaches, bro. What are we doing? Uh, Where's the article? Here we go. Look at this. Come get your mans in them. Uh, As reported by ESPN's Courtney Cronin. Uh, Chicago Bears quarterback Justin Fields characterized his play in a 27-17 loss to the Tampa Bay Bucks as robotic and did not feel that he was playing like himself. And he said, uh, they said a reason for what Fields believes is causing them to overthink in games, according to the 24-year-old, is what he has been coached to do. He said, you know, could be coaching, I think. At the end of the day, they are doing their job when they are giving me what to look at. But at the end of the day, I can't be thinking about that when the game comes. I prepare myself throughout the week. And when the game comes, it's time to play free at that point. Thinking less and playing more. I'm going to tell you right now. Um, it's not good. When you hear your quarterback go, I'm just, I'm thinking too much. I'm just, no, here's the deal. Uh, Amos said his coaching has sucked. It's not like he's wrong. Coaches throwing for him. Exactly, Ivan. Here's the deal, though. Anytime you have a quarterback that goes, ah, I'm just thinking too much. I got to go out there and just not think. What? 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 No. No, no. The problem is you're thinking wrong. The problem is you're not using your brain correctly. Do you think Peyton Manning or Tom Brady or Aaron Rodgers, three of the greatest quarterbacks of all time, are just like, yeah, I don't go out and think. You know, I watch film. I get coached up. I learn the position. I learn how to read defenses. I learn how to make decisions. I learn how to go through my progressions. I learn all of the, where, where the route should break off. I learn, I learn all that. But then I just go out and go, ah, 
The problem isn't that you're thinking, Justin. You're just thinking wrong. You're just making bad decisions. You're, ma- you're doing bad things. Thinking is not the problem. Thinking poorly is the problem. And I get what he's saying. He's like, I just got to go out and play free. Cool. And you know what that means in my mind? Scramble. I'm going to give myself an exception for the S word for just one moment. But what I see in my mind is Justin Fields being like, Green 18! Green 18! Fuck it! Like, no thinking. Just, no shit! That's what it sounds like he was doing or wants to do. Like, bro, what? It's... I get it. The, the Bears have not had good coaching. I do not disagree with that at all. I don't disagree. And that was going to be my next point, Ivan. When you go out and you stop thinking and you're just like, I'm going to run. Damn all this thinking and reading and whatnot. I'm, I'm out of here. Then you get hurt. You got to play smart. Um, ex- Expect CJ Stroud to say the same thing about Texans offense by November. Nah. Nah, bro. CJ Stroud is a nerd. He is a geek. He's a dork. And I mean it in the best way possible. He is literally, and, and he does something that I've always wondered. Why don't more quarterbacks do this? But CJ Stroud, they said he just asks question after question. Yes, Jed, I gave myself an excuse for that one just to hammer home the point. Um... But C.J. Stroud, they just say he asks question after question nonstop. And that it, it it's almost annoying to everybody, but they get it because he's just, he's a sponge and he's learning so much. And his coach actually said that at Ohio State, you never saw him make the same mistake twice. He learned from his mistakes and he didn't make those again. And now are we seeing that in the pros? Not really. He's still taking a lot of dumb sacks, but this just so much, right? When he was at Ohio State his last year, he was comfortable. He was comfortable in the offense. He was comfortable on one of the best teams in the country, one of the best offensive lines. He had time to throw if he wanted to, if he wanted to, you know, check down or if he wanted to, like he, 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 it was easy for him at that level. So he didn't make the same mistake twice because he didn't have to worry about it. It's a whole different animal when you're in the NFL. So I'm not going to be like, well, that's bullshit because he's he, he gotten sacked in stupid situations two weeks in a row. He's a rookie. That's going to happen. But what they mean by that is, is he'll get it figured out and cleaned up a lot sooner than a lot of other guys. <coughs> Justin Fields. <clears throat> so I, I, this whole you can't think um, <coughs> just doesn't. No, you, you, you absolutely have to be smart. And think, I mean, it just sounds like a cop-out to me. And yeah, sometimes you can overthink. But to just say, I, I just can't be out there thinking. I just got to go out and play. Bro, this this ain't Pop Warner. This ain't this ain't the, the college level. This is the NFL. And, and good quarterbacks are out there thinking. You think Patrick Mahomes is just out there? Just slinging it around. That dude is stone cold calculated. He's reading and seeing and processing everything. 
And then when it comes time to just go, screw it, and just be creative and run around, he does that too. It's absolutely possible. I mean, Russell Wilson, when he was good, he would think, and then he'd improvise. Lamar Jackson thinks, he reads, he sees, and then if he needs to run, he does. I, I You know, it's just, there's, I don't know. It just sounds like a dumb cop-out to me. Uh, I even said he sounded like he didn't want to do film study. <laughs> he wasn't just backyard footballing. A little bit. That was my first thought. I wonder if Kyler Murray's like, yeah, what he said. Sick of this studying shit. Let's go play some PlayStation. Von Miller's playing. How come I can't? Uh, what did somebody say? Buckeyes, QBs in the NFL currently winless 0-6 this season. Wow. That's not good. But they don't play there anymore. So, um, Oh, Titan Hugo, another Vince Young. Mm-hmm. Mm. 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 He very well could be. I mean, on a scale of Vince Young to Jalen Hurts, where where do you think Justin Fields is right now? On on what side? He's definitely more on the Vince Young side of the spectrum than he is the Jalen Hurts side of the spectrum right now or Lamar or Josh Allen or Patrick Mahomes, any of those. He's, I don't know. I don't know. I even said with less talent. I don't know. It may be so, maybe so. Justin Fields is going to go down the Johnny football drain. Yeah, it's looking like it. It's looking like it. It's not good, man. Not good. Sorry, Mark G. I, I hate it for you, but yeah, it's just not good. Uh, <coughs> Excuse me. Wow, Ryan Sandberg played from 81 to 97. Bill Dorn played from 82 to 93. Huh. And Barry Bonds played from 86 to 07. Not bad. Not bad. Um, Barry Bonds won MVP one, two, three, four years in a row. Sheesh. Seven MVPs? Four, five, six, seven. See, that's the thing that I don't understand about people talking shit uh and saying that oh you know he's a he is a steroid and this that and the other and yeah i mean look 2001 73 home runs there's no doubt the man was juiced up dripped out no what i'm talking about allegedly he had 73 46 45 45 and 49 home runs from 2000 to 2004 Missed most of 2005 and came back with 26 and 28. Just wasn't the same. He was old by then. But in his in his run from 2000 to 2004, one of the most prolific, one of the most prolific in baseball, 
I mean, he led the league in walks and intentional walks. He led the league in on-base slugging, OPS, OPS plus. Like, it's just ridiculous. Um, Only once did he lead the league in home runs, and that was 2001 when he had 73. And listen, when you get walked two, when you get 200 walks in a season, obviously people are pitching around you. But I want to point something out just before we move on from Barry Bonds, right? Here's a string of four MVPs in a row, and it started with a second place or a runner-up MVP in 2000. Folks, don't forget, he won an MVP in 90, was second in 91, won it again in 92 and 93. And two of those were in Pittsburgh as a pirate. Barry Bonds was always great. Barry Bonds was always Hall of Fame worthy. And in those years, he had 19 home runs the year before. His MVP year, he had 33, his first one. Then he had 25. Then he had 34. Then he had 46. And if you look at the years surrounding the year he hit 73, that's about the numbers he was putting up. 34, 46, 37, 49, 46, 45, 45. The dude hit 46 home runs uh, back in 1993. I don't know when the steroid era came about. But Barry Bonds was always a five-tool player. Because look, look at this. Stolen bases, 36. 52, 43. He had 52 stolen bases in a year in which he hit 33 home runs. And the year that he hit 46 and won MVP, he stole 30, almost 30 bases. In fact, he's the only, he's one of the few 40, 40 guys. 40 home runs, 40 stolen bases. By the way, just by the by, Ronald Acuna Jr. Oh my God. He's sitting on 39 home runs. This dude's about to go 40-70. And yes, stolen bases are up. Okay. But forget the 40-40 club. 40-70? What? I don't know. Are we going to see that again? I don't know. That's insane. 40-70 is ridiculous. <clears throat> so Dallas said Barry's a Hall of Famer. Exactly. Barry was the MF and man back when baseball was super fun to watch. Who wants to watch pitching duels? Home run battles are way better. Yeah. So Dallas said Barry was juicing to stay where he was supposed to be compared to his competition. Actually, they say Barry Bond started juicing. Like you said, in a way, Total Dallas, because his competition, because McGuire and Sosa. During that run in 2001, I guess the, um, you know, well, the run in 2000, was it? Was that when McGuire and Sosa uh, were going back and forth for the home run title? McGuire, let's see, let's pull up Mark McGuire on here real quick. Mark McGuire and then Shame. Sosa. Now he looks more like Salamander Sosa. The dude is completely 98, was it? Um Okay, yeah. <coughs> Good looking out. Good looking out, Cisco. Yeah, 1998. So you had uh Sosa in 98 had 66 home runs and one MVP. McGuire 
in 98 had uh, 70 home runs and was second in MVP voting in St. Louis. And that's the other thing that's crazy is these guys played each other all the time because the Cubs and the Cardinals in the same division. And again, with the 70 home runs and the you know, Barry Bonds looked at that and said, bullshit. Because let's go look at Bonds in 98, right? Barry Bonds in 1998 had 37 home runs. He was eighth in MVP voting. The year before, he had 145 walks and was fifth. And that's the other thing is people are like, oh, yeah, but his walks and those intentional walks, that was all because of the juice. Nobody wanted to pitch to him. Uh, bitch. He led the league in the walks at 92, 94, 95, 96, 97. Don't give me that shit. Don't give me that shit. Barry Bonds has been great his whole career. But but Bonds let his ego get the best of him, and he felt like he had to compete with McGuire and Sosa, and that's when he juiced up because they did their little thingy thing in uh, 98. And Sofa even hit 64 in 2001. Um, that was the year that McGuire retired, and he had uh, 29. So McGuire went back-to-back 70-65. And Sosa went back-to-back 98-66 and 63, and then 50. And Sammy was always a four-tool guy. Sammy Sosa had an, a cannon for an arm, power, speed, all that. Right, And you can see here, though, in, in, in 93 and 94, he was hitting 33, 36, 40 home runs. <sighs> Something happened in 98 when, I don't know, maybe it was the summer of 97. I, I don't know. And McGuire, remember, he was part of the Bash Brothers. He had 49 home runs in 1987. And these dudes weren't that big. If you go look at their baseball cards, they weren't that big. But. Something happened and they flipped the switch, and that's when Barry Bonds was like, uh-uh, bitch, nope. And he went out and hit 73, and that's that. Um, So, Barry Bonds gets a bad rap, so I, I think. <clears throat> I recommend y'all watch the Ken Burns baseball documentary, including the 10th inning chapter. Oh, I would do that. Uh, let's see. Sosa was on roids and was using corked bats. True. I believe steroid era started after the 94 strike lockout. Oh, really? That could be. Although, Bonds' numbers went down. Well, obviously, because I don't think Bonds started using until after he left Pittsburgh for sure. And he didn't leave Pittsburgh until 93. Okay. <clears throat> um, yeah, let's see. McGuire's numbers after 94. Well, he missed. Two years in a row. He had 39 and 95, 52. Yeah, so 96 is when McGuire's numbers took off and Sosa's took off. Ninety-four, he had 25 home runs, and then he went to 36. But he had 33 the year before the 25. Then 40, then 36, then 66, then 63. I mean, everything doubled from 97 to 98. It's insane. So that might have been the most. Barry was a thoroughbred. Sosa and McGuire were one-trick ponies. I like that. I would agree with that. <coughs> I forgot the old baseball player name, but he said baseball players have been taking steroids since the 60s. 
He said they just had better stuff in the 90s. I could see that. Um, yeah, I need to watch that Ken Burns documentary. That, that, that sounds good. All right, let's see here. Get all that out the way. Um, okay, so we didn't get to this yesterday. I want to get to this today. And I just did the top 10 so we can close that. And we're going to do the film session today, too, I promise. I promised you yesterday we get we didn't get to it. Um, what's up, Jared Taylor? Seal, I can believe I can fly, came out in 97. Maybe they, that's what gave him the boost. Seal, I can believe I can fly? Isn't that, wasn't that, I believe I can fly R. Kelly? It's, it's, what's... Jer Taylor, are you whiting this shit up? I think you did. You just said Seal was R. Kelly. Oh, my God. I I don't. <laughs> Jared Taylor's out here like, yeah, you know what? You remember? You remember? Uh, remember when Lil Richard was like, on a good foot. Good God, huh? Living in America. Ow! It's like, no, that bro, that that wasn't Little Richard, bro. That was that was James Brown. Huh? Hang in what? <laughs> Jared's like, damn it, kiss from a rose. God damn it. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> I haven't said how many drinks have you had, Jared? <laughs> hey. You remember when Marvin Gaye was like, Tootie Fruity? Oh, Rudy. Tootie Fruity. Oh, Rudy. <laughs> Jared Taylor's fucked it all up. Oh, my God. <laughs> oh, my God. You remember? You remember when, uh, you remember when uh, the Jackson 5 was like, Mr. Telephone Man, there's something wrong with my life. God damn it, Jared Taylor. No more music talk from you. None. None at all. Stop it. Zip it. Over <laughs> says seals. I believe I can fly. <laughs> that's the whitest shit that's ever happened on this show. Hosted by a white guy. <laughs> oh, that's hilarious. Look, Amos, I knew it. I knew it. Amos like, oh, so all black ball guys look alike, huh? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that's what happens. See, Jared? That's what happens. Even though Amos said earlier, I look like the sign language lady, so he can suck it. Amos over here. <laughs> Amos over here looking like brother man from the fifth floor. <laughs> <laughs> Bought your CD player, Mark. <laughs> you was out of toilet paper. <laughs> uh, Amos, Amos looks like Carl Winslow if he was an accountant and not a cop. <laughs> I don't know why I started roasting Amos. I'm sorry, Amos. <laughs> 
did I do that? I'm sorry, Amos. Oh, I'm sorry, buddy. Oh, shit, that's my bad. Oh, God. Jericho's seal is black? Oh, my God, Jared! What are you talking about? Jesus Christ, Jared Taylor. Wait a minute. Seal is black? Oh, boy. Wait till I tell my mom. <laughs> he hashtag it's a joke. I know, Jared. Wait a second. <clears throat> oh, my God. <laughs> Tell Dawson Amos send pick now. What? What? Poor Amos. I'm just fucking with you, Amos. <clears throat> I'm just messing with you. Uh, I don't know why. I don't know why I started roasting Amos. And he caught strays for no damn reason. No reason. <laughs> he said, actually, my dad looks exactly like Carl Winslow. Oh, my God. Oh, that is so funny. Please send me the picture, Amos. Oh, my God, please. That is so funny. Oh, my God. <clears throat> I'm dying over here. Amos, that's hilarious. Evil Death said, Jared Taylor still has a British accent. <laughs> yeah. Hello, this is Seal. Okay, that was, oh, God, Australian shit. Oh, damn it. My bad. I don't do good accents. You guys know that. Uh, all right, Amos, I'm sorry. Tell your dad I'm sorry. <laughs> I love that he owned it, actually. Yeah. My dad looks like Carl Winslow. <laughs> oh, that's so funny. Oh, Jesus. Okay. Um, <clears throat> speaking of kids and dads, professional transition. <clears throat> you guys probably missed this, but Dion, <clears throat> uh, Dion Sanders was doing a post-game press conference, and they asked him about Shiloh Sanders getting a pick six and running it down the sidelines, and Dion was super pumped about it and running down the sidelines with him, and I was like, I didn't even know you could run with eight toes. I had no idea, uh, and he was like, yeah, I don't even run anymore, but I got so excited. I had a dad moment running down the sidelines. <clears throat> And then somebody said, uh, has Shiloh Sanders passed Shadur Sanders as your favorite kid? And and you would expect that Dion would be like, ah, oh, nah, they're all my favorites. Nope! Wrong ass again, bitches. Shiloh got two uh, turnovers today. I'm wondering if that moved him up in the kid rankings. That's that's good. Yeah. You know what? He He is moving up. He is moving on up like the Jeffersons. But Shador is straight up balling too. Um, Bossy came in and gave me the biggest hug and kiss and, and so appreciation good. for daddy that she could ever give me at the end of the game. So that was great. And Junior's been balling. What he does on social media is is is, is fascinating. So it's it's tough. My kids' rankings are tough. It's a serious run right now. <laughs> and he went on to say, he went on to say. <clears throat> a lot of people, a lot of parents don't admit that they rank their kids, but they do. You all rank your kids. You just won't admit it. 
And he said, there's nothing wrong with it. You got to be, you want to move up in the rankings? You better do something spectacular. You better be great. Because let's be real. You all have a favorite. You all have a favorite. If you have kids, you have a favorite kid, unless you only have one kid and then you just don't like them. You all have a favorite kid if you have more than one. Uh, Yeah, Amos said he puts out a kid ranking monthly on IG. Yeah. I had never seen it until that. And I was like, oh, that's that's amazing. I should be following this dude on IG just for that. But I, you, everybody, and that's the thing. And my point isn't that he ranks his kids. My point is no one else will admit that they do. No one else will admit they have a favorite parent, much less a favorite kid. If you've got brothers and sisters, do you have your favorites? Yeah, but we're supposed to. Moms and dads aren't. Bullshit. Why can't moms and dads have favorite kids? Makes no sense. (laughs) Nasty Nate said, I hate both of my kids equally. Well done. That's my boy. That's my boy. Truck driver Pookie said, "Uh, my kids know their rankings. Okay. You tell them, put it on the fridge. You should have like the AP poll. Have the TDP poll every week. Based on what they did. Did you get good grades? Did you do your chores? Were you hounding me? I'm hungry. I did. I want to go to the mall. Did they leave the lights on when they should have turned them off? They messing with the AC? These are all things that can affect your rankings and the kids' rankings, at least in this house. If we had kids, it would. Did you say nice things to me? How'd you treat your mother? Did you treat me better than her? That'll move you up quick. Do you love me more than her? Number one. Number one with a bullet. Yeah, so. Uh-oh, look at look at that evil death. Tie ball game right now. Oh, let's see. I got to close some of these windows. It always slows down my pewter. Um, what the hell was that? hold on oh that's that over there that over there that over there ah the year it is all right close that um pull up the astros camera quiz see major points for yard work exactly 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 bases loaded with one out and no one did shit hmm hmm imagine that baltimore has good pitching i'll be damned I'll be damned. Uh, Through eight, Astros and uh, the Oreos tied up 1-1. You jinxed it, you raggedy hoe. Well, yes, he did. Apparently, he did. Uh, Abreu's in. He should probably be out now because, yeah, he went 1.1 innings. So, he ain't pitching no more than that for sure. You got five innings, one earned run out of Christian Javier. That's a start. I'll take it. If I could get that every time out of him, I'd be happy. Problem is, you you ran up against a good Orioles rotation. Or, uh, uh, I mean, Baltimore has won 95 games. They're not a fluke. Last year, you could tell me that fluke stuff may have been the case because I was saying it too. They're not a fluke. Baltimore's a good baseball team. So, let's see, where do they rank on their... Stats. Let's see. Stats. 
Stats, stats, stats. Um, drag this out. <clears> Home. <throat> um, they are sixth in runs, sixth in batting average, thirteenth in on base percent, and eighth in slugging. That's their their hitting statistics in the American League. Uh, is that American League or is that yeah, that's American League. In the uh, pitching categories, they're tenth in earned run average, ninth in quality starts, eleventh in WHIP. And 16th in batting average allowed. It's good. It's good. Go look at their plus minus. Same thing. I mean, it, they're a plus 127. That's solid. I mean, the Rays are way better at plus 200. Um, that's, that's Braves level good for the Rays, but they haven't been able to catch the Orioles. So. Um, okay. Let's see. What was the other thing? So we did the Dion kids rankings. Those are a good team. They really are. They they really are. Joe Bro said, I have had a hard time getting mad at the Orioles just because I know they're set up to mess with the Yankees for several years. Yeah. And you know what's crazy? He's not here now, but um, Shock is a huge Baltimore Orioles fan. So hopefully the Astros and the Orioles meet in the ALCS and I get to have him over again to watch a game, and this time maybe I'll get some redemption and the Astros will win for a change as opposed to getting their butthole kicked in by the Phillies early in the World Series last year. What did Tola Dallas say? Come on, O's, finish the damn job. <laughs> Donald said, sit down, Total Dallas. I mean, look, I, you can't knock the man. I, I'd be rooting for... Uh, whoever's playing the Arlington Rangers, 100%. Is Seattle's winning right now. That's not good. That's not ideal. Um, time for F1 talk. Suzuka this weekend. Oh, they're all racing in Suzuki's. Are they like samurais? They're all doing sa- Suzuki samurais. Oh, that's awesome. That's awesome. Now it's like Formula 1,480. It's a lot slower. That would be great. Uh, let's see. Mariners are up 4-1 in the fifth. A lot of day games today. It's a getaway day in baseball. Royals won. Rangers won. Damn. Rangers won 15-5. Ah. Oh, my bad, Donna. Jeez. 15-5. Damn. Uh, Nationals won 13-3. Twins won. Braves lost. Ooh. You know what's crazy? The Braves have won 97 games. Orioles have won 95. They're good. So, um, nope. Pulling for the Red Sox is a bridge too far. <laughs> That's funny. All right. Um, let's, what time is it? Four o'clock. Let's take a quick break. Let daddy pee. Um, I get a refill. Uh, when we come back, did I do that? Sorry, Amos. Uh, when we come back, we're going to do a film session. A fight broke out at the Houston Texans versus Indianapolis horses game um, this past weekend. And the fight was not between Colts fans. Nay, nay, I say. It was between Texans fans because stupid so we'll break that fight down we'll do a film sesh on it 
<coughs> we'll evaluate everything going on in the vicinity as we always do. We'll have some fun with that. Uh, so we'll do that right after this break. And then I also have another story, a non-sports story for you. Well, I guess it's sports adjacent. Yeah, that's probably sports adjacent. And one more, if you missed it earlier in the show, here you go. Current AP poll, Georgia. I think I'm going to do a better job of this next time. I don't like the way this looks. I kind of had an idea of what this might look like. It just didn't, I ended up pulling it off, right? So I'll change the slide. Uh, Georgia, Michigan, Texas, Florida State, uh, SC, uh, USC is your top five. Ohio State, Penn State, Washington, Notre Dame, Oregon. So there you go. I can close that up. All right. Let's take a break. I go get a drink. When I come back, we'll do a film session. Um, I got a non-sports story for you or sports adjacent sports adjacent story for you. And uh, and then we'll close out the show. And Captain Pope's not here to raid anybody, but yes, sports adjacent is uh, appropriate in the sports rant shirt. Well, well, well uh, done, Joe Pro. Well, great observation. Chris, Chris from Sam Houston said, I stopped going to Texas games because our fans have proven to be missing too many brain cells by partaking and stuff like that. It's, it's, it's not good. It's not good. All right, we're going to take a quick break. Uh, don't go anywhere. I've got a number right here. I see it. 41. There are 41 of you watching. When I get back, I better say 41. Or I will cry. All right, we'll be back right after this. This is Barry on deck. Don't go nowhere. Quick break. I might run a couple ads. Don't get angry. Uh, we're back right after this. Stick around.
Hey, welcome back to hour number two. Wow, huh? That, that we lost uh, music. I guess I'm about to redo that. That sucks. Oh well, I, I could have sworn I had that set up to run something, but whatever. Um, Perry said, "Wow, what happened? What happened?" Uh. Oh yeah, Joe Bro said, "Was it Pat's game last week that?" A guy got punched and died. Yeah, he had underlying medical conditions. I did see that. <clears throat> um, maybe he would have had the uh, medical issues if it wasn't for the traumatic injury. Yeah, I did see something about that. They said it was like, uh, let's see, hold on. Mm, NFL. They did an investigation. Where is it? <sighs> Nope, I don't see it now. Damn it. Well, it was there. It's gone now. But yeah, that's what I had read too. So nonetheless. All right, well, let's get to, and sorry about the break. I usually try to have music for you guys. I don't know why it stopped. That's not good. I mean, I have it set up so that it runs a list. It's supposed to. Oh. Well, it didn't. Okay, yeah, so it's not set up. Well, shiver me timbers. What kind of shit is that? On transition in. Let's see. List. Yeah, we can't even play a list from here. Son of a bitch. Son of a bitch. Can't do it. All right, well, that sucks. Uh, Terrence, I just got finished with my flu... Uh, with my FU with the kidney doctor, and he says that there are uh, there's nothing to be worried about. Oh, that's good. Just keep an eye on my protein doing. Oh, that's good, man. Good. Congrats. Um. All right. So last week at the Texans game, first home game of the season. <sighs> boys will be boys. Uh oh. What's this? All right, so we probably won't be able to pick the lineups today. Jen's got some uh, personal things going on, so no worries. Uh, we'll do the whole fantasy thing, uh, picking teams and whatnot tomorrow. Um, Texans game. Texans fans got in a fight. You've probably seen the fight by now. I would think. Maybe. Maybe not. I don't know. Uh, it is pretty ridiculous. Pretty wild. And there was a lot to unpack in this fight. So I have the fight here for you. I'm going to uh, fix something real quick here because this, this is, let's see, zoom out. Yeah, it was, it, that's what I thought. It was kind of a, a weird looking um, format. So I'm moving it, centering it more. There we go. Okay. Yeah, that checks out a little better here. Uh, so... So we, we're going to get to the fight. Uh, we'll break it down. For those of you that have never seen a film session, it's it's pretty fun. If this is your first one, uh, you'll get it. You'll get the gist of what we do here. Let's go. And now it's time for a film session. 
All right, time for film session. Oh, look at that. Astros win. Um, look at that. Uh, what happened? Who did it? Who did it? Looks like Dubon. Uh, yeah, uh, Dubon singled to right. Diaz scored. And thus the Astros win. They wait until the eighth and the ninth inning to put up any runs. Baltimore put up one in the first, and then that was it. So Astros win two to one. <laughs> I love the the message. Oh, good. They avoided the sweep again. Yeah. Yeah, that sucks. That sucks. <laughs> Look at Joe Bro. Two intros in one show. It's just like old times. I know, right? Right? Yeah, Total Dallas. Suck it, nerd. All right. Yeah, good news. Astros win. They lose no ground. Still a half game up in first place. <laughs> Suck it, Arlington. And Seattle. More like D and F minus Addle. All right. Uh, that was stupid. All right, here we go. This is the uh, film session. This is at the Texans game. And honestly, I don't know um, what started it. I have no idea why they're fighting. I almost feel like I should flip-flop the two of us, right? Like, make the fight bigger. Yeah, let's do that real fast. Hold on. Let me let me go back to main here. Let me let me modify this. I don't like the way this looks. I'm going to I'm going to change this up. I want to be able to see the fight better. Mhm. And uh in order to do that, let's see here. I'm going to have to move this over. Got it. Got it. Okay. Oh, good. Okay. I will slide this over. Now, now see, that'll make it a little bit better. Yeah, we don't really need the top there. So I can actually, oh, look at that. Daddy's kind of figuring it out a little bit. Actually, we'll zoom out. Mm, okay, there we go. They'll probably move this a little bit, but that might be a little bit better for you as far as being able to see it because I know you're on your phone and it's small. That was just to Cisco. Uh, all right, here, here it is. So at the Houston Texans game, a fight breaks out, and that's better. Yeah, you can see that better. And already, just right off the rip, can we all acknowledge that if you're going to fight, pull your goddamn pants up. If you are going to fight somebody, you have a much better chance of whooping somebody's ass if yours is not hanging out like you have to boo-boo. Because anybody can throw a one-two combination, but when you one-two in your pants, that's not going to win you many fights, Okay. So, first of all, we got a guy on the right in capri pants fighting. Those, I thought my jeans were tight. Holy shit. Are these Lululemon jeans? What the, wow. Look at the thigh muscle, just tight, tight. But then you got old boy with his pants down in the back over there, over the shoulder here of the fella in the yellow, which I feel like that's a security guard, but I could be wrong. I could be wrong. Maybe it's not. You got them other two dudes on the ground dry humping each other for a second. All right. Now, you'll have audio for this fight, and you'll what you'll hear is somebody going, Hey! 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 
That's it. The whole time. And it's that lady in the red. The lady in red. Watch her. She just screams, hey, the whole time. Look. Hey! Hey! And it did nothing. Like, they're all going to go, oh, oh, shit. The beer lady yelled, hey, everybody stop. Just annoying. You wasted breath, beer lady. All right, so here we go. Mr. Um, it's Lululemon versus Saggy Pants. And then over there, we've got, I don't know. I don't know why he's humping him like that. But we'll, we'll get their names in a minute. All right, now, first things first. It looks like we've got some, oh, is he fighting in Crocs? Bro, you were in Crocs and you're sagging? You deserve to get your ass whooped if that's what happens, okay? That's all I'm going to tell you. Now, my boy here on the left, he's got on some red Jordans, and immediately the first thing I thought of is, there goes them Jordans. I'm going to tell you right now, chat. I'm going to tell you right now, when I leave the house, if I'm wearing a pair of Jordans, I'm not fighting anybody that day. I don't care what they say, what they do. You disrespect my wife, grope her, touch her on the booty. She's just going to have to deal with it. Maybe get your name and number. I'll come back and fight you another day when I'm not wearing my Jordans. Maybe, maybe um, some brute of a woman touches me on the pee-pee. Maybe she deserves to get an ass whooping. But if my wife has on her Jordans, she ain't doing it. We don't tear up our Jordans in this house is what I'm telling you. No matter what. Now, somebody didn't raise this man right because he's out here fighting in his Jordans. And that don't make no damn sense. But I will say, right off the rip. Oh, I thought that was a dude in the yellow shirt. That's a lady. All right. Right off the rip, my man went for a guillotine. The only problem is he don't know how to do a guillotine. Hey, real fast, folks. Can we just have a quick conversation about defending yourselves in the streets or the walkways at a game? Here's the thing. I know you see someone get somebody's head and 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 pull, and that's all you see. And so you think, oh, I, I know how to do a guillotine. I just get my hand up under there, and then I, I go down like that. And that that doesn't, no, that's not how that works at all. If you have never trained a Brazilian jiu-jitsu, here's what I want you to do for me. Not Brazilian jiu-jitsu, okay? I, I don't want you guys catching an ass whooping or putting yourself in a vulnerable position because you think this is what you saw one time on UFCs. I train UFC. No, you don't. No, you don't. No, you don't. That, and by the way, I don't, I don't feel like I have to point this out, but maybe I should. That's not Damian Pierce. I just want to point that out. Damian Pierce would never end up on his back like that. Okay? So just so we're clear, that's not Damian Pierce. Also, it's not Michael Jordan. Don't let the shoes fool you. All right, so Damian Pierce here is going to try, try to pull a guillotine. The problem is he don't know shit about pulling guillotines, but he's going to give it the old college try. Now, I don't know what old buddy in the white is doing here. He's like, hey, hey, bring it up, fellas. 
don't know what's going on there, but you also got Lululemon and saggy pants falling over the pile for no reason. That's not okay. All right, now notice, notice here, we have a new player entering the arena. So Damian Pierce is about to get himself socked by this fella coming in in the Navy shirt. And we had another guy come in in the back back there. So you got Navy shirt coming up, and then you got a Texans fan uh, pulling him off. So, I don't know why he felt the need to jump in, but that's pretty chicken shit. When you jump in, also, pulling a guillotine like this, this is exactly what can happen, right? So, you got old boy by the neck thinking you're doing work. You're not hurting him. He just can't punch you. But then here comes his buddy, and as you're holding his pal by the neck, he is just punching you dead off in the face over and over and over. And now you're going, ah, shit, ah, shit. I should let go. And as soon as you do, guess what? My man's is on top. He's got full mount. Just you thought you could pull off a guillotine. He's got full mount because also you didn't wrap your legs around him. Yeah, no. What are you doing? Anyways. Then you got two dudes punching you in the face. It's just stupid. Well, don't do this. If you don't know shit about jujitsu, stay on your feet. You have a much better shot. If my man's, if Damian Pierce here would have never tried to pull guillotine, he wouldn't be getting punched in the face like this right now. Stupid. Stupid move, Damian Pierce. Now, what I want you to watch too is Navy uh, cheater guy. That's a bullshit move coming in and punching somebody when they're doing this but listen closely he starts yelling that's my son see he said that's my son that's my son that's my son that's my son um ain't nothing happening to your son buddy ain't nothing happening to your son but yet you look like an asshole for double teaming the man and let him fight uh, by the way, Lululemon and Saggy Pants back there getting it all, and it looks like gorgeous ladies are wrestling over there. And now one of these punches landed. You saw that? Look at my man's my man's straight up punched air right here. Watch uh, watch Lululemon. It's 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 well, I can't show you. It's this guy on the left. It's you know you see the Texans jersey. Look to the left there. Watch him just right over air. Just he doesn't doesn't connect the one. Look right here. Missed, missed, and then, God damn it, he stepped on the Jays. Foul! You can't be stepping on the Jays, asshole! The man's wearing Crocs! Step on those! But no! Now see, this is when old boy should have jumped in and be like, that's my son's Jays! And then start punching the shit out of Lululemon. Who also looks like he played tambourine and bone thugs in harmony. I don't know why, but right here, he just looks like he's like, And now he's at the disadvantage because he fell. And so this man is still trying to give him the, um, that's my son, that's my son. By the way, his son's in the background beating up a uh, guillotine guy. <laughs> and, and this is, I don't know what's happening up here. My, man, my man's done covered up, uh, which is smart, remember? Protect yourselves, man. That's a smart way to cover up. You grab the, hold your head. Hold your head. Hard to hit. 
That's smart right there. Uh, but my man's is still yelling about the sun. And by the way, you can still hear the, the lady yelling, hey, hey, hey. Now, this chick tries to intervene. Don't. All I see is Jordan's on the screen. That makes me sad. Pull your pants up. Uh, that's not helping. Oh, God. Has skinny bones hit a hit a shot yet? I mean, this, I mean a punch. Has he landed one yet? He still hasn't landed a shot. He tried to right there. Why is that man holding his hand? That That's not good. And then remember the guy in the Navy that was like, that's my son, that's my son? He's up now. His son's the one right there in the, in the black shirt facing the right. And his son goes to work. As soon as he gets out, watch that one punch dropping right there. There goes. Watch Big Boy. Pop, pop. Boy. Look. Watch Big Boy in the black shirt and the dreads right here. See, he's on top of, of Jordan's, right? He stands up. Jordan's gets up. Now, that shot, I don't know if that misses or not. I can't tell. But that shot did not miss. That shot right there was nasty. Bop! That one. Oh! Oh, my God! Somebody caught 9-1. He did. Oh, Pee-wee. Bro, that's a nasty shot. My man's ate that. Uh, still needs to pull his pants up there in the middle. But oh boy in the black, that's my son, that's my son. What well, your son just landed a TKO. Uh, my man's got punched and went down. Damian Pierce is down. Jordan's is messed up. So he can't see, but he does something really, really smart right here. And I want to point this out. He hugs his leg. But I know a lot of you are going to be like, well, what? listen, at this point, you know this man has power. He just knocked you down. You're probably dizzy. What you need to do is get as close as possible to this man's body. Martin, you see water glistening all over your body. You need to get as tight as you can to this man's body because even if he does punch you, let's say he's right here, uh, 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 he's not generating nearly enough force than if you were at the end of his punching hand or his, his hands. If you're at the end of his arms, I should say, it's going to have way more effect. So this is actually a smart move in this situation when you're like, you need to be scrambling to your feet, but he's dazed. And so he just grabs a leg, and I don't think he meant to. I think that was just instinct and hanging on for dear life. Not a bad move, though. See, he can't really get nothing now. He got some separation, and, well, there's some ass for no reason. I don't really know what that was about. Now, here comes That's My Son, That's My Son guy, and he takes a spill. Oh, no, was that, that's my son guy? I don't think it was. Now they've broken it all up, but I think that was that's my son guy. Uh, that's my son guy is the one that comes toppling in at the end right there. Damian Pierce is looking down. He's drawing up a play. He's like, okay, I see three of them, so I'm going to punch the one in the middle. You got the one on the right. And he's telling that to that guy, and he's like, that's my son. He's like, you saw you're not going to punch him? So, so, let's see. We don't really see much here. Now, here's the saddest part. The saddest part of all of this is that a goddamn Colts fan had to break this up. What are we doing, Houston? What are we doing? 
No one fought the Colts fan. Not one person thought to punch him in his stupid Colts face. Not one Texans fan thought, uh, same team, and then punch that dude instead. Come on, man. What are we doing? What are we doing? That is so embarrassing. That is so embarrassing. So he's walking around. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. Then everybody's talking, and ooh, that white lady let you know that something just happened in the background. Let's back it up and see if we can see it again. Uh, so you see my man, like, okay. <coughs> oh, wow, look at D'Amico Ryan's came out for the fight. Okay, that's not. Uh, if you see the chick in the blue, the navy blue shirt to the right of the screen, watching that area, I can't see it, but somebody gets socked because you can hear it go. So watch old boy 31. Oh, cheap shot. Cheap shot. That is uncalled for. That's a pussy move. Ladies and gentlemen, that's my son is a pussy. That's what he is. How, you know what? I believe that's your son. You probably gave birth to him out your pussy face. You coward. What a chicken shit thing to do. The man is not looking. He's not fighting anybody. He has stopped. And what does the dad do? He punches him. He sucker punches him. If you've never, folks, if you've never watched a fight or seen a sucker punch, this is what it is. See the lady in the Navy? See the man's behind her in the red? Watch him get sucker punched. Right there. And also, he didn't go down. So, Mr. That's my son. Little pussified sucker punch bitch. You hit like a bitch. You had a free shot. I mean, a free shot. That man's head should have went through the goalpost. They would have been like, oh, shit. The Texans just scored. Oh, no, that's a fan's head. Wait, what was that? What a bitch. Like, that's like, I don't know who this dude is, but somebody needs to find him and be like, you're a hoe. You're a hoe asshole. Not only are you a hoe asshole for the cheap shot, you're a hoe asshole because you punch like a hoe asshole. Look at the beer lady. She's like, oh, no, you didn't, sissy fist. What are you doing? Yeah, the lady potch, the lady walking away. Her, her face went, pow. She's like, Ooh. watch her face. Watch her face. She's straight up. She walks away. She goes, Ooh. oh, my God. Yeah, that's called punches. So look, look, and and my, my my dude didn't go down at all in that punch. Good for him. And so Colts fan is breaking it up. There's talking shit over there. My man's in the red. Uh, he kind of gets behind somebody because he don't know who that. He's like, man, what's going on? At the end of the day, though, whoever whoever this dude is, that's my son. He's a piece of shit. He's an absolute piece of shit. Because not only did he did he jump in here and 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 beat the dude up or, or right there, start sucker punching him there. He does it again over here. 
Okay, look at him hiding. Look at him hiding. You coward. You're a goddamn coward. Why are you hiding? Because you can't sucker punch him again, you pussy coward. That didn't bother me. It didn't bother me at all. Bro was straight up hiding. Is that not some hoe shit? I've seen a lot of hoe shit in my day. Okay, I've seen a lot of hoe shit in my day. But that might be the most hoest of hoe shit I've ever seen. When you sucker punch a dude right here, sucker punch, and then you run. You back up and hide. Hey, why are you going to hit me, man? Makes me mad. I don't like shit like that. I don't mind a good fight. I don't mind a good fist of cuffs. I don't mind, a, you know, mano e mano or two on two like that was. But whoever the fuck that dude was, he's a coward. I mean, a coward. Because not only did he sucker punch old boy once, he did it twice and then hid behind somebody. That's terrible. So, moral of the story. Moral need to interview the beer lady. How many hays would you say she unleashed? Oh, bro. If she was getting paid by the hay, oh, she's loaded. She's loaded. <laughs> Amos said he's like 5'5". Five, five. Cut him a little slack. Yeah, no shit. He had to jump to sucker punch that dude. That is some hoe shit, though. I mean, I don't mind you fighting. I don't mind you defending your son, right? Like, but... There's a difference in trying to pull him apart, which, by the way, never grab your son off the pile by the arms. You're going to get his ass whooped. But get down in there. Get in between. Break him up. Stop the fight. Don't allow him to get beat up. Cool. I respect that. You know? If you want to step in, move him out, and fight the dude on your son's behalf, I respect that, too. Square up with him. Go 1920s fisticuff style. I shall give you a solid thwarting. But that, 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 that was whole shit. That was whole shit. His son looked pretty tough. His son's the one that knocked the dude down. His dad fought like a hoe. And I don't know the man. He might be tough. But what he did there in that fight was whole shit. It was just wrong. And, 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 but it brings up a good point about defending yourself in situations like that. <clears throat> you really have to, when there's that much chaos, you almost, I mean, you, you have to keep your head on a swivel, especially if you know you've been jumped once in the fight. And he probably didn't even know. He didn't know where the fists were coming from or who was doing what or whatever. But in situations like that, man, sometimes the best thing you can do in chaos like that is put your back on the wall. And now he had the beer cart there, but he wasn't, he wasn't really paying attention. But sometimes, man, if you get your back up on a wall somewhere or something like that, and 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 then you only got 180 degrees that you got to cover. But hell, even in that case, he had 270 degrees, and he got hit from degree 269. I like um, that's shitty, shitty, cowardice. Also, super embarrassing for the fan base. Super embarrassing. Not proud of that. And I'm mostly not proud of that because none of them knew how to fight. That's what was embarrassing about it. It's not that they fought. They just didn't know how. 
Except that one dude. The one who was the son. Well, he, he dropped that left hook. He dropped that man. Uh, yeah, Amos said that's what I was thinking. Why didn't anyone catch the wall? Yeah, it's, it's harder, though, because you're out in the open there. And all you really had, the wall, there was people on the wall. So now you just look like you're running away, which I get it. Uh, and I'm sure the guy didn't think about it, but, you know, you. I mean, when he got sucker punched, yeah, it's tough in that situation. But I'm just telling you, man, in those in those situations, the best thing old boy could have done right then and there is is grab the wall. Grab the wall and, and get out of that circle and that melee. But at the same time, I'm sure he wasn't expecting to get sucker punched because he thought that the guy he was fighting was over there, not knowing that his dad, boop, would sucker punch him from the side. Which is why that made me so mad to see such a hoe-ass move in a fight. And it's a fight. I get it. There's not supposed to be rules. Just turn him around. Tap him on the shoulder. Hey, man, I'm going to whip your ass for messing with my son. Square up. But don't punch him and then hide behind somebody. That was what made it worse. You're already a hoe for sucker punching him, and then you hide behind a Colts fan, no less. Ugh. <sighs> B. Hannon said, Dad showed up to work Monday bragging to his coworkers. Probably. Yeah, that was me. Watch, watch, watch right here when I punch him. <laughs> I'm sure that dad is a good fighter. I'm sure he could fight, but that was some hoe shit. Someone should have punched that hey lady. <laughs> Nate, no. Yeah, and that's another good question, Tony. Where the hell was security? Where were the cops? Well, how, how long was that fight? That was, from when we picked it up, that was a total of 55 seconds. Now do you see what I mean, too, about, like, conditioning and cardio in the streets? That wasn't even a full minute of a fight, and every one of them was... <sighs> It's going to wear you out. Now imagine having to do five, five-minute rounds like that. Yeah. <clears throat> Since he bull rocks it, I feel like I just watched a bunch of toddlers fighting some sideways windmill punches. Yeah, there was a lot of get off me in there. Yeah, you felt like there was a lot of get off me. Terrible guillotine. Some other piss-poor wizards and, 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 and attempted takedowns and underhooks that they didn't even know what to do with and yeah, that's what happens when you watch UFC on mute. <laughs> um, <laughs> even this, and I'm not sure if the Texans organization should lower or raise alcohol prices because of brawl of this brawl. Yeah, it's a good question. <clears throat> um, uh oh. If the Cowboys lose to the Cardinals, I'm gonna fight myself. I. You'll probably lose. Amy said, how did everyone get away with getting busted in the head with a beer right next to the beer stand? Oh, that's true. Without getting. Yeah, that's a good point. Although I think there's all cans over there. Yes, Terrence. Those kinds of people. Yes. Troublemakers near do wells. Yes. Terrence said, question. Can the Texans afford to ban people from the stadium? Absolutely. This is a city in the surrounding areas that includes 6 million people. 
they can find five more people to buy tickets. Chances are them dudes didn't even buy those tickets. They, somebody probably won them. Somebody gave them to them. Have you seen the cost of a ticket? It's expensive. If you see me at a game, just know I didn't buy those tickets. Okay. If you see me walking around NRG during a Texans game, I'm either there on media pass or somebody gave me a ticket. Can't afford that shit. <laughs> yeah, be hands that try hitting a, a bag for two minutes. You're spent. Yeah. And the bags don't hit back. Imagine that, be handing. Because it's it's exhausting to just stand in front of a of a of a, a heavy bag. With gloves on. And them gloves get heavy as shit. Especially if you're using boxing gloves or like a Muay Thai glove. Muay Thai gloves are a little lighter. Especially boxing gloves, man. Them shits, they, later on, they feel like bricks. You're like, oh my God. Is this what Kadarius Tony's hands feel like? Oh, they're so heavy. But yeah, two minutes of, of straight punching, you're Exhausted. Exhausted. Sissy Bark said they better not win. Cardinals need that number one pick. I want the 0-16 Lions level of bad. Mm, mm, mm. Um, Alex said prayers to the man who lost his life at the Patriots game. Yeah, I, I don't know too much about that, but um, they said that, yeah, it was something medical that caused it. Um, Behan said professional fighters have the best cardio. Yeah. And look how exhausted they are after a three-minute round or a five-minute round. Fighting is one of the most tiring things I've ever done, and I've ran a marathon. But just sparring for three minutes or five minutes and, and, and sparring for three three-minute rounds, it's, it's exhausting. I almost cursed. I'm not even going to, I mean, and then, and then it's not just the act of the cardio. You're getting punched. You're getting punched, body punches, exhaust. You get hit in the kidney and the, uh, no, it's not fun. Not fun. Um, <laughs> Donna said, I don't know how people afford enough beer or alcohol to get that drunk. Yeah, no shit. Well, although that's a great point, Donna. It's a great point. However, they were probably tailgating. They were probably pre-gaming out in the parking lot, shotgunning natty lights. Hey, man. Beer bukkake. And then they go into the game and they're acting like an asshole. Could you imagine sitting in their section? Could you imagine what assholes they were like? It's probably awful. Joe Bro said, there's Texans fans, Donna. They've been drunk for 20 years. Mm. Mm. Oh, my God, Stephen. Is that true? Stephen, the weather guy said, I went to the Astros game last week, and a cocktail was $35. You're paying way too much for cock, Stephen. You got to find a new guy. That's way too much. Uh, since they said, uh, that fight reminded me of the two worst kids wrestling at a tournament. <laughs> yeah, right. Just fat folks rolling around in singlets for six minutes. That's so funny. Yeah. Behanna said, I'd rather swim 500 meters than hit a heavy bag for two minutes. This sucks. Uh, 
<laughs> Joe Preston, I hope, I hope that money goes directly to a Tucker contract. <coughs> um, yeah, Alex Villanueva said, you ran a marathon? Yeah, I ran the marathon. I have the, I showed the, my little photo and medal from it once. I'll show it again. Yes, was the uh, 2008 marathon. There it is. There it is. Suck it, nerds. Yeah, it was the uh, 2008, and it wasn't the half. It was the whole ass marathon. It was all 26.2 miles. January 13th, 2008. And when I finished, I swore I'd never run again. I was like, done. I am done. That is it. No moss. <laughs> Steven said, I think you had chat GPT, chat GPT make that picture. Well, who made the medal then, dumbass? Huh? There's a goddamn medal in the photo. In the frame. Who made the medal? Stupid ass weather guy. Now I see why you got timed out. You should have been timed out three times today now. Dumbass. Uh, Terrence said, you're lucky if you get me to run 5K. I'll tell you what, uh, running the marathon was exhausting. And uh, and I trained my ass off. If you ever think about running a marathon or a half marathon, look up Hal Higdon. Um, look up Hal Higdon. And you can, uh, I'm just going to ignore Alex's fat jokes. Uh, look up Hal Higdon. He's got a whole training program that can help you run a 5k, run a 10k, run a half marathon or train for a marathon. Any of those will work. Hey, what's up, Benji? My favorite sport, baseball. Welcome to the show. Uh, you must be from Canada. The way you spelled favorite. Look, look at that. That is the most Canadian thing I've ever seen. That is the most Canadian thing I've ever seen. Welcome to the show, by the way. Thank you for being here. Um, Aspirin said the same thing. Aspirin said the same thing after the Sacramento marathon. Now she's running half marathons. Yeah. It, so I trained for the marathon and then, um, and that was exhausting enough day of ran. I ran so much or I, and I, I also didn't drink like I was supposed to. I didn't hydrate like I was supposed to. And I, I, I was so dehydrated and skinny that, um, when I, I was high fiving because my family was near the, the, uh, finish line. And when I, I high fived them, one of them kind of grabbed my hand and my ring just flew off. My wedding ring just flew off because I was so skinny, uh, from being so dehydrated. It was just a nightmare. I just felt sick for like 12 hours afterwards. Just, I, I that was my fault. I just, I didn't hydrate enough, but I was running with my sister and her best friend who had also trained like crazy. And, uh, they had to stop and pee every five minutes. And I'm like, bitches, I don't like to stop when I'm running. I never like to stop. Whether it's a mile, three miles, or 26.2. Let's just go. I got to pee. Oh, geez. So I had to, like, I didn't want to stop for drinks and, you know, hitting the, just making up time. Awful. Never run with girls. Or women, I should say. They're more women. All right. So that was our film sesh. Uh, welcome to Benji, by the way. Yes. 
<laughs> Posh said, did I hear timeout Steven the weather guy? I mean, look. I don't want to jump the line, but maybe I could, uh, I'll gladly pay you Tuesday for a timeout today. Maybe I could get him to just borrow, right? Borrow from the timeout bank for Thursday? No, that's cheating. That's not fair. All right, let's talk about this. This is not sports per se, but it is sports adjacent. Uh, no! Potch, undo that. <laughs> You're such a jerk. Podge timed him out. Babbage. No, no. Undo. Undo that. That's hilarious. One a day. That's it. No moss. <coughs> Timeouts on credit. This show would be. Yeah, this show would be uh, unwatchable because no one would be here to watch it. Everybody would be timed out. That's hilarious. Did you undo it? I, I hope you did. Please undo it, Potch. Potch removed the timeout. Thank you. <laughs> Free the weatherman. Uh, all right. Uh, hacker's going to hack. Did you guys hear about this? I didn't hear about this until I was show prepping today. Oh, no, 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 no. I, I read about this in my um, morning brew newsletter. <laughs> Yeah, this was the Morning Brew newsletter, and it was like uh, they had this story about how the MGM Grand Casino and um, Caesars got hacked by a group that calls themselves the Scattered Spider. I don't know. Well, um, they hacked into both, and... People are saying that Caesars was resolved rather quickly. And uh, MGM Grand took a long time to fix. And they say what the difference was, was that Caesars paid the ransom. This group basically took over the networks at both of these places. It was so bad at the MGM Grand. The hack was so bad. All of their machines on the floor, all of the slot machines, anything digital, anything on the network, anything like that was down. They shut everything down. Key cards weren't working. People couldn't get in and out of their rooms because the hackers shut that down. I mean, you're talking about losing hundreds of millions of dollars the longer it goes on. Potentially a billion if you let it linger. And that's why Caesars was like, man, just take it. Just take it. It's too much money. Just take it. But MGM was like, no way. Once you give in to the hackers and the kidnappers, they'll never stop. Which, okay, you might be right. But how much is that worth to you? If they're asking for $5 million and it's costing you, I don't know, $100 million? It's maybe worth it to just give them the $5 million. Uh, this, I wanted to see if it said how much they were losing per hour. Uh, <coughs> let's see. I don't see it. <coughs> uh, Caesars was hacked last week. Company said 
Uh, did not suffer public outages. They think they paid. Um, yeah, I'm not seeing it. Yo, what's up, Dre? So, the reason that the hack happened in the first place, um, <laughs> Dre wooing. The reason the hacks happened, it's called social engineering. And what they did, what this group did, this spider, scattered spider hacking group did, is they went on LinkedIn and they found somebody that worked at the MGM Grand or Caesars or both, I think. And they said, hey, um, so they found this dude on LinkedIn who had his name his office location and his email and some other things, his phone number, there was all public. All of his work stuff was all public. Oh, Demata said, I think they paid 15 million in ransom. Wise investment, Demata. What's up, buddy? Uh, so what they did is they had this dude's full name, email, uh, phone number, office location, and everything. And this is a pretty common social hack to do. So they called the help desk and they said, hey, I'm Billy Bob Dipshit. And I've been on vacation and my password. Can you reset my password? Can you email me a reset link? Or whatever. And they go, yeah, can you verify something? And they they're able to they were able to get it done with his email and phone and office location. And so the help desk, and they said in this article or somewhere that the help desks get paid by resolution. So they don't want these tickets open forever. You know what I mean? They're like, mm, I got to shut this ticket down. It's kind of like when you sit in the drive-thru. If you sit at the drive-thru window, I know at least at Wendy's, they hate your guts. As soon as they give you your food, they're like, get the hell out. Because there's a timer in there and they're clocking how long it takes to serve each car at the drive-thru. They don't want you sitting there at that window forever. At least that's how it was when I worked there when I was 15. So, uh, they, they called and they were like, yep, they resolved it. They either reset it and told him what it was or send him the password link or whatever. And, uh, that's how they got in through the help desk. Because, you know, I mean, what you do is you call and be like, man, I lost everything. My laptop, my phone, all I have access to is my work email. I can give you that. I can give you my cell phone. But I just need you to reset my password for me and tell me what it is. You know, whatever. I don't have access to the email, but I can tell you what it is or my office phone. That's how it works. What's up, Bash? Good to see you, buddy. So, hey, congrats on your logo, by the way. Yeah. Mods. Can we get a shout out of the chat to my boy Bash? My boy doing it up. Big got that logo. Uh, so that's how they social engineered the hack on the MGM Grand. And according to D Mata, and I don't know if this is true, I know they paid a lot, but they ended up having to pay $15 million is what Caesars paid to get the ransom lifted off of them. And then, of course, MGM Grand's like, no, I'm not doing that. I'll just lose hundreds of millions of dollars because, by God, I'm proving my point. Bro, just paid a 15 mil. 
Just do it. Yeah, and Potch said this is why you need backups. Yeah. Um, I, I mean, when you think about how much these casinos make, if you're down, I remember when I worked at Cisco Foods, all right, I used to work there back in the day. Um, we were doing a rollout. It was during Windows 2000. We were rolling out Active Directory to all of Cisco Foods. That was what I did. Uh, I was working for them at first. Uh, I, was, I worked there. Um, but, you know, we had to go to every location and deploy domain controllers, DNS servers, all this different shit. And we had to do it over the weekend. And we had to do it in a way that Cisco Foods at the time was on an AS400 system and blah, 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 a lot of nerdy stuff, whatever. But the whole point was, if we crashed something and the system went down or AS400 was down, they were that location alone at Cisco Foods, that one location, wherever you were at, was losing millions of dollars for every hour that the AS400 was down because they couldn't route food. They couldn't send food to restaurants. They couldn't deliver food. Some of these businesses, it's ridiculous. If they're, they're not functional, how much money they lose. Steven Weather guy, nerd! Yeah, AS400s were nasty. Nasty. Trace's AS400 is so basic. Yeah, but back then, like, I didn't know shit about an AS400. I remember... Me and my, uh, my well, he became like one of my dear friends and we uh, associated and boss several times, but me and this guy named Kevin Thomas used to work together and uh, we had never met each other until that trip to New York. Now we're at New York Cisco Foods. Yeah, you got to imagine of all the Cisco Foods that delivers food to restaurants around the country, guess which one is one of the biggest and makes the most money? New York. And that was one of our first ones that we rolled out and uh, the AS400 crashed because of our install and no one was there. And we spent 36 hours straight, no sleep, trying to get that bad boy fixed. We literally, I remember us sitting in the server room reading a manual on the AS400 and how to use it because we didn't know what the fuck to do. Damn it. Said the F word. Yeah, it was wild. My IT days were crazy. Uh, Nasty Day said the Bears DC had his house raided by the FBI. They took his computer. He has resigned. What's your source, Nate? You know, Nasty Nate. What's your source? I don't do nothing without sources. That's not true until I see a source. Demata is sources. That's funny. Um, to backup minimum. Yeah. Oh yeah. Man, back in the day, we didn't have cloud backups. You had to get tapes and run them off site to Iron Mountain. Cisco said, don't screw up my New York system. True that. There's like 10 people that know how an AS400 works. Yeah. They all probably work at Cisco. Mark G said he has absolutely resigned. Source of the raid is unverified. No, I want to know who said it online. What is, uh, let's see, Bears, DC, FBI, house raided. Alec Williams' house raided by the FBI. Bears, DC, resigns after undisclosed incident. Report. That's from Sports Kita. I don't know what that doesn't sound real. That sounds like a made-up site. Sports... Sports Cheetah. No, Sports 
Wikipedia. Sportsopedia. No. Wikisportopedia. No, shit. Oh, let's see. Yahoo Sports has it. That's good. Oh, thank you, Potch. I found it already. I appreciate you, though, buddy. All right, let's see. Let me pull this up here. Let's let's read it together, kids, shall we? Reading is fundamental. Terrence said that sounds sus. Yeah, sportsopedia, whatever. Bears defensive coordinator Allen Williams resigns after taking leave of absence. Uh, the Bears denied rumors the, that police or other officials raided Hallis Hall on Wednesday in connection to Allen Williams. Oof. Ah, quote, I pre... I have my voice going like, quote, my balls just dropped. Literally just now. Quote, hey, I really like going through puberty. Uh, Williams have been away from the team on a personal matter. Quote, I appreciate the opportunity to work with Chicago Bears, a storied NFL franchise with a rich history, just not lately. Okay, it doesn't say that part. The McCaskey family is first class and second to none. I would also like to thank Coach Matt Eberflus and General Manager Ryan Poles for giving me the opportunity to come to Chicago. I would also like to thank the President Kevin Warren, the coaches, and the uh, and a player of which I value the relationships and camaraderie. I value the NFL Shield and all that it stands for. And after taking some time to address my health, I plan to come back and coach again. So. So what is this? See, the Bears denied rumors that the federal officials had raided the team's facility. <sighs> Lee is not involved uh, per Ian Rappaport. Uh, Williams' attorney also denied the rumors. Williams, uh, so what does Potch's link say? Let's see what that says. Uh, what is this? No raid, according to Rappaport. See? Thank you. So, yeah, um, here we go. Clarity. The FBI did not raid Hallis Hall today. The league is not involved. Peanut Tillman is not involved whatsoever in this matter. So, who said it? Hmm. And, folks, now you know why. I don't just read and... Assume you're right. See, Nate, love you. Gotta have sources. Gotsta, gotsta, gotsta. I feel like 90% of FBI raids are child porn. Uh, you might be right on that. Yeah, you might absolutely be right. All right, let's get out of here. Uh, your boy has to, uh, I got a radio hit at 525 for a Wichita radio station. And then I got to go mow the yard. Yay! Whoa! What was that? B. Hanna said, pick who we raid, Gallant says. Oh, man, I got to refund your money. Oh, is he on Twitch or is he on... Um, uh, hold on. What in the hell? I don't even know if I'm following. Gallant says... Oh, okay. Yeah, you're good. I thought that was um, ESPN. No, you're good. You're good, fam. I got you. I got you, B. Hannon. We're going to raid Paul Galan here in just a second. Oh, he's probably over here crying about the Astros. I'm so sad right now. 
Hey, Bash. Love you, buddy. I appreciate you, homie. Thank you, Uriel Villanueva. Thank you, Joel. Thank you, Flip. Uh, thanks, Alex Villanueva. Uh, man, I had a great time, as always, with you guys. I'll see you all tomorrow. Last show of the week is tomorrow, 2 to 5 p.m. Don't forget. Uh, until then, do me three favors. Until I see you then, be safe. Be kind. And most importantly, love each other. All right? I'll see you tomorrow. We'll talk some fantasy foosball. Uh, Sensei Bullrock, man, have a great day, man. I appreciate you, buddy. <laughs> Alex says Astros win. Keep dusty. All right. Let's get over there. Let's go have some fun. Let me get his username. Gallant says. Boop. And back to the raid. Uh, thank you, Jared Taylor. I appreciate you, homie. All right, here we go. Whoops. Dismiss. One more. All right. I wish there was, like, fun sports on this. Nothing. You should do yard work and be sad. Yeah, y'all remember to refresh when you get there. It always helps out. All right, folks. I'll see y'all tomorrow. Everybody have a good night. Here we go. We're raiding Paul. Bye. We got 15, 16. Come on, we can get to 20. Come on, we can get to 20. Or not. All right. Peace, everybody. Bye. And he's making a YouTube video.